0: Back. It's one car coming outside. sideways too's on the
1: inside, coming to the line. It's anybody's
0: race. Inside Florida, race. Inside, Florida Florida inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing! Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing! Inside Florida Racing. Hello.
2: Hey, it's Inside Florida Racing. Hi, Rob. Hi, Jack. Long time no see.
3: Cece's back. Must have got the I'm leak back. fixed. Did you get the leak fixed?
2: Um, I have dealt with the major plumbing issues at the house, yes. All right. It's so nice to have hot water again.
3: Yeah, I've always said that. It's always nice to have hot water. Mm-hmm. So, 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 uh, Inside Florida Racing, another great show we're going to do for you here. Jack Smith in the house as well. Jack, how are you doing today? I am. I'm, I'm excellent, man. And I am, of course, um, nobody, uh, Bonehead, (laughs) Rob Elting. Um, Today we have a uh, really big show. Uh, We'll be announcing our uh, Driver of the Month for August, uh, the Pandora Jewelers inside Florida Racing. Real Racing USA Driver of the Month uh, for August. And I think you guys are going to be excited who that's going to be. That sounds much better. Um, Also on the show, um, Rick Bristol. He's going to be coming on to talk about the uh, truckers. What is it? The truckers 200.
2: I think that's right. Yep.
3: I'm going to find out here in one second. Go ahead. Keep talking.
2: Let's see here. Um, a nice young man we met up at uh, up at Ocala drives for the United Dirt Lake Mile Challenge Series. Tyler Ivy is going to be uh, joining us. We're going to talk about his big win up at Golden Isle.
4: All right. Really.
2: And then... Um, turn yourself on there, so, Jackie. Somewhere in the background, you hear this faint whisper. That's Jack with his microphone off.
5: Yeah. How many times has that ever happened? Oh. <laughs> Too hey,
2: numerous
3: uh, to keep how, No, how many times do you, you turn it out. on?
5: <laughs> I know you're trying to lay out, but we have uh, like somebody who's in a real big hurry, and we just happened to catch him as he was flashing by at like 80 miles an hour. And, uh,
2: okay. And, and Rob
3: this guy like, here? Yeah, yeah. David Rogers, is this you on the phone?
2: This is me. Hey, David. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You know. My pleasure.
3: I know it's probably a surprise that we're calling you, uh, so soon and you know, like you're like the first guest on the show. We just, uh, started the show and the reason is, is because, um, we were so excited. We couldn't actually do this without CC here last week. Um, but you know, we give away a, uh, Pandora Jewelers, uh, driver of the month every month and, uh, uh, the month of August, um, you know, it rained a lot in the month of August and, uh. Wasn't a lot of uh, races going on, but there was a big race that went on in the month of August that you actually won. Is that correct?
5: That's correct. A very big
3: race. I mean, for you, it was actually like the race of your life, uh, according to you, when you talk to us.
1: Oh, well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of obvious. I won, and the the racetrack went away, and then since, since we didn't race a lot, and there was a lot of storms and rains and stuff, I, you know, I'm getting a, a little award, and what
2: a deal, you know.
3: That's right. I actually let the cat right out of the bag, didn't I? Is that, um, you are the uh, Inside Florida Racing.
2: Pandora Jewelers.
3: Real Racing USA.
2: Driver of the Month for August. Congratulations. All right.
3: Um, now, you're asking yourself, wow, what does that include? Well, I'll tell you. Um, the
2: respect of all your peers.
3: Not only that, but um, he already has that respect.
2: That's a big one. Yeah, I mean, uh, (laughs) yeah. Well, then again, also on the same hand, it's also the envy.
3: Of the other drivers. That's right. Um, You'll get a plaque from us for for the month of August um, that will have your name on it. It wasn't one that was just out. It's actually for you. That's why we can't actually send it before. And you will be qualified um, with the other drivers that have won the previous months from January to now. Mm-hmm. Um, to try to win this ring that has been given to us by Pandora Jewelers, which is about a four thousand dollar diamond ring. Gorgeous ring. And um, you might be the winner of that ring.
1: Wow, that'd be great. Uh, I don't get to race enough to to really get a lot of votes. I think people are forgetting who I am, but uh, I don't think I forget how to race. And then you go to a place like Lakeland and and flip up and win one. So you kind of obviously it's kind of like riding a bicycle. You don't forget.
3: Yeah, it was the right time
5: at the right place, man, the right race.
3: Yeah, you know, and uh, speaking of votes, you know, what it is is, is it's uh, through media, guys like us and uh, other folks out there and promoters, and uh, we kind of kicked around a, a few other names. And uh, I think that, you, you know, you're, you're the proper guy for that, for the month and, and uh, for the win, because that's a huge win, and it's a win that nobody else can take. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, nobody's going to be able to repeat it. There's going to be no return champion. Uh, You know, uh, that's one thing you'll always be able to say. Now, there's going to probably be some shopping center sitting on that parking lot. (laughs) And you'll have to say, well, there was a racetrack here one day. But uh, I appreciate uh, all the racing that you've done over the years. I've raced with you quite a few times. And uh, I think, uh, you know, they're not going to forget who David Rogers is for a while.
1: You know, I really appreciate it, guys. And, you know, I like i've always said and hopefully will always say you know uh the biggest thing for me in racing is to do better for racing and get more people involved in it and you know i think all of us realize that everything and everybody's struggling right now as far as racing goes and and just life in general businesses and what have you but you know you got to be tough and and everybody will get through this if people use their heads you know and uh you know it's sad for places like lakeland to just completely go away and and i can't say that there there isn't a lot of them that i've heard rumors about uh but but hopefully there'll be enough racing and, and race tracks and there'll always be race fans there'll always be racers that want to do it as long as we got a place to go and, and you know I, i'm more than happy to help anybody that i can to get going
3: well it sounds good and um i think that uh you know, you speak just like a, a, for a lot of us out there that feel the same way. You know, our economy is in a, a bad state right now. I mean, it's in the worst state that... You know, when you see guys that are 65 years old on television that are in this political deal have been involved in these stock markets and stuff for years, and they say this is the worst that they've seen it in their whole lives, uh, you know that we're in uh, some real deep times here. And, uh, you know... Uh, <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen with racing and with racetracks, you know? I just hope the Lord keeps looking out for everybody and allows racing to continue. Yeah, me too. You know, I've been
1: doing this stuff since, like, about 1973. And, uh, you know, it's it, 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 it's had down times and, and all that. But, you know, I think uh, probably right now is as bad as I've seen it. But I'm also in the car business and, and have other little businesses going. And I've never seen them this bad either so you know so it's not just it's not just the racing and the the racing in central florida and in florida in general is is realistically hobby racing and everybody that does it does it for a hobby they don't do it for a living you know you get into the carolinas and i'm not just talking about the big guys but a lot of the the late model stocks and things like that that run at the the racetracks in north carolina they 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 have drivers that drive their cars. They have owners. They're just like small uh, cup teams, you know, or small uh, nationwide teams or truck teams, whatever. But they're smaller, and they they, they pay the guys to drive and, you know, all that. But, but even they're struggling. So, you know, us guys that are doing it as a hobby, it's an expensive hobby, and it's tough. And that's, you know, when, you're, when the money starts getting tight, that's where you – you know you got to look at that too but then you also like in my life i look at you know this is what i enjoy doing i don't play a lot of golf i don't do a lot of things like that this is my hobby and this is what i enjoy doing so you know yeah it takes a lot of money to do what i do but i enjoy doing it
2: well david um you know it's paid off for you and we congratulate you on being our driver of the month for august and uh Thank you so much for, you know, your your love of racing and the great attitude that you have. And I'm sure you will uh, serve as inspiration to some up-and-coming drivers.
5: Hey, hey, David, this is Jack, and I got one question for you before we let you go, man. Yeah, man. What about November 22nd? Are you going to be at the Florida Governor's Cup 200? Oh, definitely. All right.
1: Definitely be there.
5: All right, man. We look forward to it, and we'll definitely see you there.
1: Okay, guys. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the vote. Appreciate
3: All right. Good night take it easy. There you have it uh, David Rogers uh, winning that big race at uh, Lakeland the last uh, the last hurrah that will ever be yeah. at uh, Lakeland Speedway. Nothing left but a drag strip. Yeah. And but, will
2: that know. last long?
3: Well, I don't know. It's a different deal over there, you know, a uh, whole different piece of property, but yeah. you know, uh, you know people are going to start asking that question that you just said. Will that last long? Mm-hmm. They're going to start asking that about a lot of things. It's going to be the question. When you start seeing things folding like what's been folding, it's really starting to affect a lot of people. Me, you, everybody. Yeah. So if it's affected me, you, Jack, and people that we see on TV, it's obviously affecting everybody. So I hope that uh, hope we can get it worked out soon, man. I'm telling you. I'm not trying to get everybody down or anything. But it's a reality. reality is reality. And that is that times are tough. We're trying to keep things going and racing and everything and uh you know what are we going to do jack where are we going jack? what are we going to do Back up and go home or no
5: huh? uh, no 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 oh, not until what? nine no 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 okay. not not till nine and i'll tell you though we are going to go over right now to orlando okay. and talk to uh mr um
3: rick bristol richard bristol
2: oh we're being formal this evening we're, <laughs> we're calling
3: the Reverend. him richard oh we could call him his nickname i'm just kidding rick what's happening <laughs> What is my nickname? Well, you know, yeah, I'd Richard. I like to know
5: that too. Richard, Richard. is also called. We always call him the well, we
6: call I the, uh, called, the I Reverend. Call it a few different nicknames.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's like Rick, but it starts with a D. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying, but I I didn't mean it that way. But you know. So what's up, man? Tell us about the Truckers 200.
6: Well, we're we're hard at it, coming together. We uh, have gotten a couple of big blessings over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Uh, Gary Fountain uh, Sr. who races uh, up here at Orlando and New Smyrna owns a bunch of cars uh, in different divisions and has drivers uh, that run including uh, Chad Pierce who drives my truck um, drives for uh, his ASA team and uh, he he has uh, stepped up to title sponsor the the weekend Uh, so he's put up $5,000 of sponsorship money towards the the whole event and then uh, Mr. Lang who uh, was involved last year uh, sponsored the, the race part of it the main part of it and then also brought in uh, the night of the event brought in four thousand dollars worth of donations uh, is also stepped up with five thousand dollars plus he's going to be working at raising what he did last year so uh, those are huge those are huge steps uh, over the last couple of weeks that are just going to uh, help us not to have to worry too much about you know the costs and stuff like that we also had uh, uh, bruns Incorporated General Contractors, who uh, last year helped us out with the uh, music and barbecue, they've actually stepped up this year uh, and sponsoring pole Night. And Tampa Bay Truck Wash, that sponsored pole Night last year, is going to be sponsoring our first. Uh, we added to the schedule this year a 50-lap Super Stock race. They're going to sponsor that along with uh, uh, the Strictly Stock, um, or excuse me, the Mini Cup race. And then we have Webb's Commercial Services going to sponsor our Strictly Stock. So right now. Uh, we've got almost everything covered uh, as far as uh, purses and um, kind of main bills like that. And the only thing we have left <laughs> excuse my dog.
5: Get him, uh, Rover. Is
6: legend, legend card uh, purses. The last thing we're working on is sponsor for that, and we're continuing to work at that.
2: Well, that is just great, Rick, that you're finding the businesses in the community to get involved and to sponsor the races. That's great, especially in these difficult times.
6: Well, and, 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 you know, I was really concerned, obviously, I'm, I'm concerned about the economy for everyone, uh, and it is tough on racers. We're seeing it here, uh, locally at Orlando and just seeing that, you know, people struggling to try to race. Um, yeah. Yeah. and so we were worried about it. Um, I think the thing that helps us mostly is the charity. Uh, mm-hmm. that's always uh, important to people. Um, so, so that's helped tremendously, but these are people who just have big hearts and want to, and want to help. And, uh, so, uh, so, so far, everything is going really, really well. Now we just got to work on getting the word out, getting people out uh, in the stands, and uh, getting drivers there to race. And uh, so that's going to be the, the next project, uh, you know, as far as uh, the economy goes, is try to just get as many people there as we can.
3: Hey, Rick, uh, what is um, the Fountain Motorsports Driver Development Program yeah. all about that this Gary Fountain is part of?
6: Well, he just actually started this, and uh, he, um, he he recently went in and purchased uh, uh, Mike Murphy, who had a racing uh, team over here. He kind of purchased in with him. Uh, they've got a building together, right. and uh, what they're going to do is they're going to put some young drivers in, um, in a couple of their cars, and they're, they're beginning a, a development program for them. Um, it's kind of just in the initial stages, so... Um, I don't know all of who's going to be in the vehicles and what they've got going. I, I think Chad's going to be helping uh, with some of that as well. Um, so there's a lot. There's a lot he's uh, still putting together, but uh, um, it's a kind of a new project for him.
3: And that's going to be for you know kids that are 16 or over 18. Or what's the story there?
6: Um, I don't know. If, I don't know what the age. I know that. I know that uh, uh, Jessica, which is Mike Murphy's daughter, I believe she's 15 or 16 mm-hmm. now um and so they they're going to be doing some in trucks and some in the
3: asa late model okay that sounds cool both of those yeah let us know what happens with that you know um we're we're into any of these kind of uh motorsports driving development things you know you know lee falk's got a good one going and uh, um these folks here you know I'd, i'd like to know more about it and what drivers they end up putting in there so we can kind of follow these drivers and what they do
6: well I think that's you know what we're what we're gonna probably be doing is uh, getting a lot of this information over the next couple of months and that'll kind of be a a big way for him to get everything announcing uh, what he's doing for next year and all of that because I think he's still kind of planning and all putting it all together so um, but we're you know we're excited so far about what's going on we just uh, we're gonna be working with drivers um, still still pounding the uh, NASCAR driver beat, trying to get some guys to come. That's, that's a tough thing to do. Um, and the thing is that it kind of hurt us this year is they moved. All of the banquets are moved up earlier than they've ever been. Right.
4: Um,
6: we've been lucky that the banquet had been like the first year. The banquet was on the weekend that we had it, so we were able to get some of the guys over there. But uh, to just try to get them to fly in just for the event without any kind of money involved, that's a, that's a tough deal. But we're still, we're still working at it. Uh, we're still trying, and we'll see what happens.
3: Well, you know, uh, you never know. You may be able to get I uh, – I don't see why Eric Amarola couldn't come over and help you guys out with something. Or, um, you know, uh, David Rudiman, obviously, he's going to be in the nationwide deal. He'll be at the banquet. but
6: Well, the, the, that's I was saying, the banquet's earlier. He Actually, the weekend of our thing this year, because of the PRI show, David Rudiman is having – I believe that's the weekend that he'll be having his golf tournament and stuff for uh, all children's Hospital. So I believe that happens the same weekend. And, and if um, I've talked to them, and if the golf tournament gets over at a, at, a, at an earlier time in the afternoon, he may be able to come over. But he don't want to say yes until he knows what's going on. So that's kind of a long shot, um, but it's a possibility.
3: Well, there's always a the retired uh, NASCAR driver, Dave Pletcher Sr. He would probably uh, come over there and <laughs> sign some autographs and stuff, yeah. You can, you can always come over if you want and sign some autographs. Uh, get, get Wayne Anderson, too. See if, he'll, see if he'll take the time to come over there and sign any autographs. You just
5: increased your uh, cost factor because you're going to have to now, if you bring Bonehead over, yeah, per diem. you're going to have to hire security. And I need,
3: I need per diem. I need a room. The whole nine yards. Uh, no, I don't rate anymore. I'm not a driver anymore. Last time, drove, last time I drove. Last time I drove, I lived up to the bonehead name. What happened, Rob? Tell 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 the Reverend what happened.
2: Oh, you want to rehash all this? I spun out to
3: me times, they kicked me off the racetrack. Listen, the first time. Listen, I'm glad After I got Rick Bristol. On. I'm glad I got Rick Bristol on here. Rick Bristol, yes. you've seen me race a lot of times. Have you ever seen me spin out more than three times in one race ever in your life?
6: Uh, I can honestly say no. Thank
3: you, Wayne Anderson. I hope that you're listening out there. Wayne Anderson got on the microphone, Rick, and totally made me look like an idiot on the microphone. Hmm. Yeah, telling everybody, oh, I'm sorry for uh, the 27's car, you know, spinning around while I was out here trying to win. He was in my way. This happened two months
5: ago. Rob, don't forget easily.
3: Oh, no, I'm not going to forget. Wayne, and I know that you're listening. I know you could care less, but I'm not going to forget about that comment. And so I will poke and prod until I get my opportunity to get the microphone back in my hand at a racetrack, which I'm going to have to work really hard. To <laughs> Never know. I could be announcing at one, though, that he's racing.
2: You could be doing that, or we could just take a mic away from Jason.
3: Hey, one thing you can do, Rick, is uh,
5: uh, you're in touch with uh, who, who is the first driver to sign up this year as always.
6: As always, Mike Powers.
5: Yeah, we'll have to get him on here the next couple of weeks to get him talking up this thing. Is too. Gorham
3: going to race in this race?
6: The poor thing. The bad thing with Mike is, is uh, Mike hasn't raced at all this year. He, uh, uh, they were trying to sell his truck and they still hadn't sold it. Um, him and his his, his owner kind of decided not to race, um, you know, this year. Um, but he he promised me that he will either rent a ride, borrow a ride, or find a ride. Uh, or he'll just donate the money to, <laughs> to the family. So he'll be there. Uh, he'll if, if, if there's any way possible, he will be there.
3: So if anybody's listening, Rick, and they would like to um, sponsor something or you know uh, put some money toward this charity, uh, truckers 200 race, where would they get a hold of you or send stuff to or whatever?
6: Well, the, the easiest way to, to, to tell you how to, get, to find the information is to go to the website, which is www dot. RacerMarketing.com, and on there it gives you the uh, my phone number, email, whatever you need. All the sponsor uh, link, this stuff's up there. What's available now? I will tell you, we we basically uh, filled the award as of I, I just got another call a little while ago uh, filling an award. Now we we certainly would double up on those. That's not a problem. But the thing we really need to sell now is laps, and uh, and the reason why is. The laps are twenty dollars a piece. Ten dollars of each of those laps goes directly to the family. So before we ever open up the gates, we can sell, you know, all the laps that two thousand dollars the family gets, which we were able to do last year right off. Wow,
3: of that. that's great. I so think um, I think I think Jack's going to buy some of those laps. I think I'm not sure.
6: I'm sure I'm sure there's there's several people out there that usually wait and they kind of wait to see where we're at and then they then they kind of bounce in there
3: and get a bunch of them. So get right lap twenty seven, Jack lap 27.
6: Now hey, you get lap
3: 27. All right, I'll get lap 27. What's okay. your car number? I'm
6: writing you down right now. Rob. Yeah.
3: What numbers are, There's bonehead 27. How many are how many
6: are
5: sold already?
6: I believe that I believe that makes 36.
5: Oh, okay. We
3: don't have them Still yet. We
6: got a ways to go.
3: Yeah, I'll, I I got to figure out which numbers we want. I'll get back to you on it. You know, yeah, you know we'll right. get them. Yeah, we're going and they're going go to go from inside Florida Racing is where they would be from. I don't want to uh yeah, you can put put CC's name. No, on. she's gonna get uh, what do you call it? Uh, Sixty nine. No, i <laughs> What is wrong with me? It's a family show. Oh my goodness, you don't she see
5: should, me for weeks. She's gonna get like what? Uh, ninety three and ninety
6: ninety two.
5: Ninety two. Yeah, we'll
6: have to see uh, what's available left. Uh, let me. Uh, I don't know what's available left. But well,
5: you just see. need to reserve ninety two. Uh, nobody could have lap ninety two. Look,
3: look. ninety two is open. All right. Of course, Woo-hoo. of course it is. That's a well, CC you can Brooks. Mark it down
6: I'm just going to mark it down as safe, okay? You just let me know what else. Okay. Okay. But, it, but that's the big deal. If we can sell all those laps, that's a lot right off the beginning. It helps us a lot there. Um,
3: well, anybody listening, all you got to do is go to the front page of the website that you're on listening to this. Yeah. And there should be a logo there for the.
5: Be I, don't
6: I don't
3: know if it's on there yet or not. It's on the front also, page of Carnac. Oh, it's on the front page of Carnac. Excuse me.
6: Yeah, it's on Carnac. Uh, Click on that. Uh, Jack uh, does the site and keeps it up to date and has given us a link on there, and we really appreciate that help and uh, enables us to, uh, you know, get the word out there. I- I'm actually uh, – I got a call today from uh, the folks over at uh, Bartow Ford. Um, we're going to be meeting with uh, them in the next week or so with uh, with uh, WCVB Country over there and – um, the pace, and we're going to have a meeting. Um, they want to help us uh, get the word out, and then we've gotten some other ideas from um, Mrs. Fountain. Uh, has got some things that she's working on to help us get the word out. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of things with schools in the area. Uh, if they'll sell tickets, we're going to give them so much of the tickets to the school, and uh, the rest will go, you know, to the to the event. Two. Um, and we're going to be doing that with the uh, scouts as well, um, trying to get all that set up. I'll Two? The ticket's done up this week, and I'll be able to start divvying all that out.
5: So it's a 200-lap truck race, and it's what date?
6: That's December 5th and 6th, Friday night the 5th. Um, we've got our preliminary events where we'll qualify the trucks. And, again, this year we're only going to lock in 10 on the first night. Um, and then those 10 are going to redraw for their starting spots during our pre-race ceremony on Saturday night, kind of a little bit different mix-up. We started it straight up the first few years, and the leaders led the entire race. Now, you say, well, that's boring. Well, no, the racing behind them was great. Um, But what we want to try to do is mix it up just a little bit, make it a little bit more interesting towards the fun. So we'll do that. We're going to have the antique cars, the mini cups, the super stocks, strictly stocks all racing on Friday night. Um, Then we'll have a little bit of a cookout in the pits when it's done and some music, and we'll have a celebrity auction that um, we do. And then on Saturday night, we're basically going to have the autograph session from 5.15 to 6.15. We'll clear off the front. Uh, we set the trucks. We'll have free race ceremonies. Driver intros, and we're going to do it this year. We're going to run the truck race first, right off the front straightaway, ready to go. Um, 200 laps, and then we'll run the legend cars after for 30 laps.
3: So, um, folks listening out there, please uh, realize that this race is uh, for a great charity, this 8-year-old uh, uh, girl from lakeland um having so many operations and she's got a disease uh called king syndrome which is uh pretty rare as i've heard
6: yeah one of them, she's only one of six mm, that's not safe to have it so
3: i know a lot of you folks out there have kids and you can imagine if uh your eight-year-old had gone through all this all this time and uh you know how hard things are out there so um folks listening please support the race go to the race um and I hope you guys it, raise a lot of money.
2: Twenty bucks. Well,
3: to appreciate sp- Twenty
2: bucks to sponsor lap, not a lot of money. No,
3: and there's it only is- two hundred of them, so get in there.
2: Get in there now.
6: I try to try to make it. You know, I'll try to make it where it's going to help, but not to not to be too expensive. You know, we a lot of big races sell hundred dollar laps and all that kind of stuff, but I mean, twenty bucks a lap is two thousand of them, and then there's two thousand up for grabs for the drivers, which a lot of them donate back when it's all said and done anyway. So. Um, and, folks, you don't have
3: to just give $20 a lap. You can give whatever you want a lap, you know. Uh, right. Yeah, you can. Yeah. $20 is a minimum. If you've got more, you know, give, you know. And or buy multiple laps. But just yeah.
2: okay. so you'll find more information there on Carnac.com. And, Rick, thanks so much for joining us.
6: No, it's great to be with you. Thanks for the help, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys. Hey, Jack, while we, are we able to talk about the fact that you guys are going to be there that night and uh, do, the, do the live broadcast?
5: Yes, we are going to be there. And, and Rob? I didn't
6: want, I didn't want, to, I didn't want to say that unless you were 100% ready. No, yeah. we're
3: absolutely going to be yeah, there. I, I, I can't say that I'm 100% ready to be there, but if yeah. I'm there, I'll do your auction for you. Yeah. We'll be there. You need an auctioneer? I don't
5: know who, who, who all is going to be there, but we will be there. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Good. Well, we'll look at our calendars and work it out.
6: Well, that's what we want to make. I want to make sure that, they, that we are going to
5: broadcast the race live. That is correct.
6: Going to, yeah, going to broadcast live. We're still working on a possible doing some TV stuff. We'll see how that all works out. But uh, I appreciate you guys and uh, have a good night.
3: Talk to you soon. See you Bye. later, Rick. Right. Okay, folks, uh, go to yeah. www.carsracermarketing.com, C-A-R-S-R-A-C-E-R-marketing.com. I hope you can smell marketing. Be-
2: or use the link at com. Yeah.
3: Before we go to break, Cece, talk about the shirts.
2: That's a nice hat.
5: I like That's, a hat. Nice hat. That's a nice hat. A nice hat I'm wearing
2: Talk too. Plus well, so I got one. I
5: forgot.
3: I got the we got, got official it on official kicks 92.9? <laughs> 9. No, no, these we're, are the, and then we, and these then are we're,
2: the limited edition CC Brooks yeah. Kicks CC Country Brooks. racing caps. And yes, I'm, I'm
3: going to get mine off. And Who fit. did these? Uh,
2: the, uh, made by FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. Oh. Casey and her staff over there made them. They're the same uh, same company that makes the Inside Florida Racing shirts and uh, jackets. For us, great company. quality work. You know, you look at that hat, that's top notch quality there. Um, and it's going to last a long time. It looks great, keeps your shape. And it's got the uh, Velcro clothes on the back that it seems like everybody really likes. Um, so it's fancyworkembroidery.com. That's fancy with an I. Fancyworkembroidery.com. They can take care of all your. Racing team needs, business needs, sports team needs for everything from bumper stickers to t shirts to embroidery work on uh, nice staff shirts and hats. Check them out. It's fancyworkembroidery.com. There's a link on the the Inside Florida Racing. Did you hear my website. commercial I
3: did for him last week?
2: No, I'm sorry, I didn't.
3: We'll be right back. Oh, it was great. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. I got to give him the phone
2: number. Well, there's the, or they can just go to the link on like
3: InsideFloridaRacing.com. Go ahead. No. I have like to give it a call. I'm trying to get it here. 863
5: 990
3: 0064. We'll be right back with Tyler
5: Ivey and
3: uh, Butch Pierce,
5: too. Fast cars uh, competition. Director. Folks, you're listening to Inside
3: Florida Racing. We'll be right
5: back.
7: Hi, I'm Tyler Ivey, driver of the number 47 car, and you're listening to Real Racing USA.
8: Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy Flash animation, Karnak gets it done. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius.
0: Real Men of Genius.
8: Today we salute you, Mister Fancy Coffee Shop Coffee Pourer. Mister
0: Fancy Coffee Shop Coffee Pourer.
8: What do you do with a master's degree in art history? You get a nose ring and pour coffee for a living. Pour it on now. Why is it called a latte? Maybe because it costs a latte and it takes a latte time to make.
0: A whole lot of latte.
8: Someone ordered a cappuccino? Step aside. Let the man who works the milk farmer take over. Step Sure, you charge five bucks for a cup of coffee. It's putting that tip jar out that takes real guts. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light guru of the ground roast. It's not the caffeine that gives us the buzz. It's you. Bud Light Beer at Isaac Bush for Collins, Colorado.
5: was oh, that CC? Pink Floyd. Well, I didn't catch that. Is that off air stuff? Oh. No, no,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking you were we're in here and we're talking about different songs for things and um, Glenn Campbell Galveston was, you know, popped into my head <laughs> over the weekend for for Hurricane uh, Ike people. You want to hear
3: something funny? For money? Hey. How many how many people out there sang that song in their head?
2: Over the weekend? Yeah, the no, gal
3: yeah. Did you sing it in your head? At all? Galveston, never thought of it. Never. oh, Galveston. Oh, yeah. I can hear your actually, sea wave it.
5: crashing. Never thought of it. I, I, I played Don't it. you lie to I, played I played it, it. never thought of because it. Because you didn't have the TV I, on all weekend. I
2: played it Saturday morning with Did a little special, you know, tribute to the folks, yeah.
5: <sighs> no, I watched
3: the hurricane. How zany and wacky are you?
4: <laughs> I'm not on the edge. <laughs> I, watched okay. the hur-
5: I watched the hurricane on my computer not. until I went to bed early so I could get up to go to... Golden Isle Speedway in Brunswick, Georgia, That's and just to race. bring you up to date, rather than listen to me babble about what an awesome race it was.
3: Let's talk to the winner. We
5: have the winner, and I want to, first I want to introduce uh, Rob Kohler, who uh, has been on the show a few times. Mm-hmm. Rob works with the series, and also Tyler Ivey, the winner of the race. So good evening.
3: What's up, fellas? Hey. How's it going?
2: Hey, guys.
3: Welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Uh, Tyler, man, you got it. Yeah, it
7: was... Uh been waiting a while for me to have a big win. I've won, you know, a few little races this year, but I've been waiting for the big one to come around.
2: Well, congratulations.
3: So well how, deserved. Big, how big was it, Rob?
9: Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, for those of you that weren't there, um, Mark Whitener had the lead, and Tyler Ivey was coming fast. He was making his way up through there. Uh, they got into some lap traffic pretty early, maybe five laps into the race. The traffic in front of them was three wide. Uh, Mark Whitener took just maybe one corner too long to decide whether he was going to try and go high or go low and here comes tyler ivy i think he was in the high groove whenever he made a decision to cut down on the bottom of the racetrack and he shot in between uh you know whitener uh, and about three lap cars that were all battling for position and just come out in front of them and kept on going and just started putting people a lap down like you wouldn't believe Uh, they were still sorting out trying to figure out what they were going to do in the middle of the pack and he was already coming up through uh, putting them all a lap down it was an awesome show
5: and then the rest of the show tyler you were faster than aurora locomotive
9: yeah it was uh I'd,
7: I'd jump up on the high side whenever i didn't have any traffic and then when i come up on traffic i just either take the top of the bottom about a corner before i'd get there and i'd just stick with it
5: yeah it uh johnny collins the locomotive was after you all night but he just couldn't catch him man it was pretty cool
9: had several restarts where Johnny could have tried to make a run at him, but I don't think he really had too much for Tyler. Tyler was really on the move.
5: Tyler, tell us a bit about your, your background here with uh, racing. Uh, what other racing have you done before, uh, like, this year, and what's your career about, been about?
7: Well, pretty much this year uh, we started off um, late January, early February. We ran the Super Late models in Brunswick, and well, I did the Winter Nationals at East Bay and went over to Fallujah a little bit, and then... Um, just been running my regular late model um pretty much anywhere i want to and uh, but having pretty good luck with it
3: now uh tyler i I remember we talked to you uh cc and i at uh ocala at ocala at that first uh dirt race that they had there now how have you done this season uh racing with these guys um I i mean i've just sort of
7: picked my races with the united dirt series and um I've run at Brunswick at all their regular shows, and I won the track championship with the late models there. Uh, picked up, um, about, so I think, about three or four wins during the regular season, and then I just been went to Volusia and Lake City and Cross and tracks like that. North Florida, you were the fast qualifier out there, weren't you? Yeah, I had, I had a pretty good car there, and I got messed up on the last lap, but um, I definitely had a strong car there.
3: Have you been running your modified at all?
7: No, they, um, I normally just would take it up to Brunswick, but they stopped running them there, so, uh, it's just sitting at the shop waiting for, um, the East Bay Winter Nationals to
3: come around again. Well, you know, Jack Smith, he's a accomplished, uh, modified racer. He'd love to race that thing for you. <laughs> what the hell are you
5: talking about,
3: Rob? <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about?
7: <laughs> but I got I got plenty of guys that want to drive it, but it's just...
3: Uh... Not like Jack Smith. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just trying to have a good time with you there. Uh, I remember you had that modified in the trailer. I didn't know if you raced that at uh, regular times or not. I know it would be tough to race both of them regular.
7: Yeah, I mean, uh, whenever the Brunswick did run them, I'd run, uh, I'd run both of them. I'd, I think one time this year, earlier in the year, I won the modified feature and the late model feature in the same night. So I'd jump one in one and jump right out of the other one.
3: That's always fun, I bet.
7: Oh, yeah. Uh, the late model, I mean, you carry so much speed going in the turns, and so I'd get the modified and think I could do it, and I'd spin <laughs> it out normally in the first turn and have to go to the back and then come back to the front.
3: Yeah, you probably should have told him to run the modified race first. <laughs>
7: yeah, I, I would like that. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, that was pretty much my crew would joke around and would have to get one one time I spun out, and, you know, I'd just have to get that out of the way for the race, and then I'd go to the back and come back to the front.
3: Now, you, you know these guys that you beat the other night, man, you, you beat some really good guys out there uh, racing with the uh, super late model, man. I mean, how's it feel to go out there and, uh, you know, to beat a guy like Johnny Collins or Mark Whitener, you know, and uh, those guys have been running so well?
7: Oh, I mean, it definitely feels good. Um, we've been we've sort of been waiting for this race to come along because it is my home track, and, um we did a little bit of testing before the race, about a month before the race at Brunswick, and it uh, it helped out tremendously. Not at, just at Brunswick, but when we went to Volusia a couple weekends ago, and then we went to Lake City, all the it seemed to be the ticket.
9: Tyler, I got a question for you, Bud. Um, you you know, obviously at North Florida, you had a very strong car. I feel like you were probably the fastest car on the track. If you could have got the Whitener earlier, uh, we might have seen a different winner there. Uh, Obviously, you had it wrapped up at Golden Isle Speedway. Are you going to carry this momentum in and uh, try us out on the 27th at East Bay? Well,
7: I would like to do that, but I actually am going to run my super late model in Brunswick that weekend.
9: Stick to the home there, so, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's,
7: uh, that's another race I've been planning for a while, and um, I'm going to see what I can do against the big boys.
3: Well, there's nothing wrong with supporting the home racetrack, you know. And, uh, it's there's a great de- place. Yeah, there's definitely something to... Um, uh, you being from around those places, it sounds like to me.
7: Well, yeah. I, um, actually, you know, Brunswick's about a three-and-a-half-hour car ride for me. But uh, I enjoy racing up there, so I try to support them every weekend.
5: Tallahassee Terror.
7: Yeah, it's, uh, Lake City's actually closer to me, but I just, I don't know. I like running to Brunswick better.
5: Yeah. They, uh, you know, it's amazing, Rob. And, and, Cece, you guys haven't been there, I don't think, to, to Golden Isles, right? Yeah. I have I'll tell you, it's... I, I I would bet that at what do you say, Rob? At least half of the people in the grandstands are from Florida because it's right on the Florida uh, Georgia border. It's mm-hmm. not that far up, and and
9: I sat in the grandstands actually uh, during practice and talked to a lot of different people, and most of them were from Florida. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah it's like uh, it's right not that far. It's like and
9: I'll tell you another thing that I found out. Yeah. a lot of them are starting to follow our series. Um, there was people that I talked to that, that hadn't been to that racetrack. Um, but wanted to come and check it out because they knew our series was coming and they'd heard what a, a fast, you know, good facility it was. And, and a lot of people came up and checked that out.
5: Yeah, and as a matter of fact, uh, we broadcast that race live as we do most of the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series races. And uh, uh, Rick Angies uh, gave away uh, uh, two pair of tickets. Um, if somebody could, whoever gave, named this, emailed us times, and, and whoever was the first to email us, pick the winner before the race started and uh, we actually do have a winner I have to dig it out here and we'll announce it later in the show how come uh,
3: how how come uh, Ivan it wasn't there
5: he was
9: yeah he ran the super late model and that little exhibition they put on okay yeah,
5: yeah the other racetrack up the road uh, up in Georgia Screvin they had the all southern all-stars were scheduled to race up there and they canceled the race um, something to do with gas prices or something I guess and uh, some of those guys came down, but there wasn't enough of them to put on a big show. So I guess what, they just ran a, a shortened event. Was that what they did there, Ross? Exhibition.
9: Yeah. yeah, they ran about, I think, maybe a 15-lap ex- exhibition right there. And Ivan really didn't fare too well. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Fairchild or something was up front? Faircloth, uh, I think it was.
5: Yeah. yeah, well, he would have had a better time at so-
7: the... Uh- Brunswick
5: race. Yeah, so, Tyler, are we going to see you maybe at Screvin? What do you think about that race?
7: So I'm definitely uh, thinking I got some off weekends in between the, I think, uh, I run the Super, the 27th, and then I uh, have a couple weekends off for the showdown. So I'm thinking about coming up then.
5: Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, Rob, uh, 27th at uh, East Bay Raceway Park. That's going to be a big event. Um, who won that Do you remember who won the last time there?
9: Wow, you're going to make me go back in my memory bank there. Um, I could probably safely say Johnny Collins and, and be, you know, half right. He's taken so many races. Uh, um, trying to think of. No.
3: Well, you're I'll tell you. you talking about who won the East Bay how, last time? I'll tell, you if,
5: I'll tell you who. No, the last time. At yeah. Last time at East Bay? Yeah. If you go to uniteddirtlatemodels.com, which is the new address for the series website, uniteddirtlatemodels.com, and somebody sends, uh, what's that email address, C.C.
2: Oh, my goodness. Oh, what did you... oh to me? Yeah, they yeah. can send it to me at um, C-E-C-E at W-I-K-X.com?
5: Yeah. Send us an email. Let us know who won that race. First person to send us an email, let us know who won at East Bay Raceway Park the last time. First person to send C.C. Brooks an email, let us know that. Go to United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series, Late Model Wait a minute. UnitedDirtLateModels.com. United there you go. Two tickets to East Bay Raceway Park to see that race on the 27th.
9: That's going to be a killer show. Yeah, well. What's well, that
5: address, Cece?
2: <laughs> it's C-E-C-E at W-I-K-X.com.
5: Yeah, two free tickets. Let us know.
2: Well. It's going yeah. be a good race. Yeah. So, uh.
5: Wish you the best of luck, uh, Tyler, in, in uh, the rest of the year. And, uh, again, man, congratulations. It was a great show. I mean, uh, I know there was a lot of people pulling for you, and, uh, man, you, you, you did a great job.
9: Yeah, you did it with style. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely.
3: All right, uh, you guys take it easy. we got to get out of here. Talk to you soon, Rob. 10-4.
9: Thank you very much.
3: All right, take it easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you have it, Rob Kohler, uh, Tyler Ivey uh, winning the big show at Golden Isle Speedway uh, in Brunswick. Um, you know, the kid's good. He knows his tracks. He knows his home tracks. And uh, basically, uh, sounds like he defended his turf. Sounds like he almost defended it there uh, the week before. And, and I'll tell you, that that track, I was going to get
5: into that, but that track, uh, Golden Isles, it's about, I don't know, 40 minutes maybe from Jacksonville, 30, 40 minutes, whatever. Right. And uh, it's really, really, this was the second time I'd been there. And as you walk around the place, you notice Frankie Lloyd, he paid the – we had him on, right? Right. He pays attention to detail. Right. And um, it's a half-mile track. Four tenths. It's very fast, and it's just—it's—it's um, it's just a really, really good, solid racetrack all the way around. I mean, from the food to—and to, just the more you walk around, you see how they're paying attention to the details.
3: Who's got the best food in Florida? Best
2: well, racetrack food?
3: Well, it's mm. actually in Georgia. Well, I, don't I was going to say I don't know. The, the, I don't
2: know. the the Zuber dogs up at Ocala. Yeah.
3: This Outstanding. guy. See, I don't eat
5: at racetracks. You, you, I don't.
3: What do you do there? Walk around with that camera looking at it? I
5: have two items that I normally buy at a racetrack.
3: Barbecue sandwich.
5: French fries
3: once All right. and coffee. So who has the best French fries?
5: Oh, I don't know.
3: Who's got the best coffee? I know
5: Water cap, Water uh, ca- uh, Watermelon Capital Speedway had good french fries. How about and coffee? And he got a lot of them.
3: How about coffee? I don't know, Rob. Well, you know, see, it's a silly question, but people out there that like coffee I'll and french think fries would like to know. I will think about <laughs> it. I will Let's, think about it.
2: We'll post a survey.
3: Don't ever ask Jack a question and put him on the spot. He puts but, people on the spot 24-7. He put him on the spot, <laughs> he gets all crazy. By the
2: way, guys, I, I pulled up I pulled up the United Dirt laid Model challenge information that you wanted. That's what I was doing, and I had the mic turned on. And
3: what was that? Oh, we know who won. I'm
2: not saying it. I'm oh, just pointing it out so he can look across and look at my computer. Don't worry. When was I wasn't going to say huh, it. I just wanted close. him to look and see it.
3: You need to watch yourself over there. What are you drinking, anyway? Need some
2: Xanax to calm is it, down. Is over it there?
3: Diet Pepsi?
2: Diet. He's had too much
3: caffeine. Okay. Okay, oh, folks. I forgot goodness. I was
5: working with professionals.
3: We need to take a. <laughs> we need to take a break. That's right. We need to take a break. We'll be I'll right back. P-
2: we'll really? be back inside Florida racing. Did
3: you get the right pink? Color color?
8: Fast Car is Florida Racing. New Smyrna Speedway, Orlando Speed World, and Columbia Motorsports Park are where the action is. Sunbelt Super Late Model Series. Goodyear Challenge Series Late Models. Fast Car Pro Trucks. Fast Car has the most exciting traveling shows in Florida. Your racing adventure begins at www.fastcar.org. That's www.fascar.org. Here you will find links to up-to-the-minute information about all the great Fast Car Racing action, Fast NASCAR. That's Florida racing at its best.
5: The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Don't miss your chance to be a part of auto racing history. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series offers fast and exciting dirt late model racing throughout Florida, Georgia, and Alabama in 2008. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series is coming to a track near you soon. Check it out. UnitedDirtLateModels.com. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Sponsored by Central Mobile Homes Incorporated at Central Sheds and Trailers. Homes America. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series.
10: I'm Doug Rose, owner of the Green Mamba Jet Dragster. You're listening to Real Racing USA on Short Track
8: America. Be there. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius.
0: Real Men of Genius.
8: Today we salute you, Mr. Fancy Coffee Shop Coffee Pour. Mr. Fancy Coffee
0: Shop Coffee Pour.
8: What do you do with a master's degree in art history? You get a nose ring and pour coffee for a living. Pour it on now. Why is it called a latte? Maybe because it costs a latte, and it takes a latte time to make.
0: A whole lot of latte.
8: Someone ordered a cappuccino? Step aside. Let the man who works the milk farmer take over. Step aside. Sure, you charge five bucks for a cup of coffee. It's putting that tip jar out that takes real guts. Yeah! So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, guru of the ground roast. It's not the caffeine that gives us the buzz. It's you. Mr. Fancy Coffee Shop. Bud Light Beer at Isaac Bush for Collins, Colorado.
5: The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA.
2: Listening to Inside Florida Racing, he just playing some uh, Pink Floyd tribute. music and tribute to the uh, passing of the, one of the founders Richard of White. Pink Floyd.
3: Yeah, Richard Wright, the founders, one of the founders one of, of the Pink founders. Floyd. Yep, one of uh, Jack's buddies. <laughs> yes. yes, friends from way back uh, when they had the band together.
2: Jack was, a I ro- actually, Jack was a roadie.
5: I actually understand what the words mean now because you've been playing it backwards forever.
3: Yeah, yeah. I always played it backwards. People said, did you ever hear any messages? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, folks, uh, you're back with Inside Florida Racing. Cece. um, Yeah, yeah. I didn't get a chance to go to the races. I've been, uh, I'm in the process of moving back to Tampa,
4: actually.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of uh, in mid-process. It probably won't be complete until the middle of October sometime. So it's kept me away. I haven't been able to go to the races. Um, So what's been going on over at Charlotte? Anything?
2: Well, this Saturday was my first night of racing back at the track in like almost a month. Because we've had Really were you
3: banned? Yeah, yeah I was happened, banned.
2: So. No, between rain outs and just um other things, um, just haven't been able to go. So it was nice to be back at the track and, and to see everyone and Billy Bigley Junior is really um, spending a lot of time at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Apparently he was there the previous weekend uh, driving other people's cars and racing, driving, um, in the, participating in four cylinders as well as Thunder Trucks, and he was there this past Saturday night as well, and he finished second to Randy Kyle in the Thunder Trucks, and I tell you what, he was driving that truck like he was driving a Pro Cup. He What's going there on there?
3: No. Has he just got a real racing bug going or what?
2: I, I think I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but what it, what it looks like to me is just, he's just a man who loves to race and will race anything. He's
5: having fun. Oh, he's yeah. out
2: there having a good time. Um, you know, he shows up in his big, big hauler with, you know. His house with, on wheels. With, with everything. But he's out there just like uh, one of the good old boys having a, a good time. And there was, oh, we'll say, a little uh, non-physical altercation and exchange of words between him and Lance Sober.
3: Really? Well, he can't be upset about somebody you who's, know, knocking who's him Lance. sideways. And
2: Lance, Lance Sober is the one that initiated it. What's uh, Lance
3: do? Is he drive a truck? L- Lance Sober normally? drives
2: a Thunder truck. Yeah, it's uh, Randy Sober's son. That's
5: funny. Now, that is really, to me, that's humorous because here, Billy Bigley, he's raced in the cup. He's raced in everything. He's having the best year of his career mm-hmm. on the uh, the Hooters Pro Cup. I mean, he's really doing well. That's funny.
2: Yeah, and, and, and Lance sort of got up and and got out of the truck and didn't leave the racing surface during the winter circle time and um expressed himself and also muttered some things under his breath that of course you know Billy can still hear mother, Billy, when, when, when Billy got the microphone when Jason came to him he was it was very elegant and you know and and wasn't nasty at all towards Lance and just said, you know we're basically the messages we're here to race and have fun and put on a show and you know Let's respect each other and go out there and have a good oh, that's, time.
5: That sounds very tame, but you, do you guys know what happened Friday night at Ocala? Somebody tried to run down the wild child. No. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's up inside a stand. No. When well, he was on the track. Somebody tried to run him over.
2: Really? Yeah. Wow. I heard, yeah. oh, I heard Roger, I think it was Roger Krause had a good night up at Ocala. I think that's what I heard. Yes. Yeah, modified.
5: Yes, he won. That was the, the night he won. Well, <clears throat> as it turns out, um, the, the the race car driver that, you know. Was being Are we, are we not Going to name names uh, People can go Into Karnak.com And read the results Who tried to run you, Wild child I okay, can't remember Can I, you I don't remember what the class name. It was, it was, mod- modifieds, oh, it was modifieds It was the yeah. Modifieds
3: Okay yeah. So uh, did he get I hurt? forget the
5: guy's name Did it actually hit him No But he, he hit tr- somebody else he, hits, he hit another guy A driver yeah. But uh, the cops Put him in the back Of a uh, police cruiser In handcuffs And Assault took, with took, a him, deadly took weapon. him To jail
3: Took him to jail yeah, for assault with a race car.
5: Yeah. So when I up. when I pulled into the pits at Golden Isle Speedway, I, I I heard about this on the way up. Yeah. And I saw Wild Child standing in the parking lot, and so I immediately, as I'm driving in the parking lot, in you the immediately pits,
2: gunned I, your vehicle. Towards yeah, him. and I'm driving through the pits,
5: so I point my nose at my car at him and start gunning. The, and he didn't. I don't know. He if didn't he, find that humorous. I don't know if he did or not, but it was. I thought it was funny. Rick Edges, and Rob, and I all thought it was hilarious. The other people around thought it was so. But yeah, crazy, huh?
2: It, you know, there's. Well, really why do guys
5: do such crazy things when, at the race? Oh, car? They, why they do you think.
3: guys take it so seriously? You know, something happens when you put on a helmet and you get into the race car, and uh, do we you know, need it's anger
2: a, management intervention? You, for yeah, some listen, of those listen
3: to me when I tell you this. Just about every race car driver driving out there probably has some anger issues, and. Um, we have to deal with them in several different ways. Until you put yourself in that position, you could never understand what it's like. But um, when you're driving a race car, you feel like things are uh, magnified a hundred percent when you're actually behind the wheel. You know. So.
2: I found I found out who it was.
3: Who? What was?
2: The who? Who got? Um. Who got taken away? Do you want to know? Oh. Or do we want to keep it hush no. hush? Uh, I just looked it up. I, I don't okay, really it's... Um, I'm, I'm uh, looking at... I'm it, it's DQ'd for conduct is how I figured it out. Of number 94. Yeah. Uh, modified. That's Jeff right. Bagnet. Jeff Bagnet? Yeah. Bagnet? Yeah.
3: Baguette? Is that B- how it's,
2: B-A-G-E-N-T.
3: B-A-G-E-N-T. Well, I bet I mean, you he won't... You know, we should call him and ask him why he done it. Yeah, you know, I was that going to that. I, would be good radio. Uh, Why would we do great, that? I yeah.
5: actually forgot all about it until about two minutes ago when I brought it up. Where, congratu-
3: call
2: Wild uh, c- Child. Call Wild Child up. Let well, me ask. Congratulations you. to Roger for uh, maybe the open wheel. Maybe modified if we have time
5: race. later in the show, we'll call him. Yeah, at least Which, call a Wild Child so I can see. Laugh see what was that? I'm sorry.
2: No, I, congr- I just want to congratulate. You know, Roger Krause He's a great guy, and um, you know, hey. he he won the open wheel modification. There's
5: a great picture of Roger Krause. Give me the number 32. Hang on on the front page of real racing or of uh, inside Florida racing there's the story about Ivy outguns field in uh, the memorial at the, at uh, Golden Isle Speedway the Bill misssue There's a picture there of uh, Krause's car mm-hmm. I've seen it and that All pic- the, up. The, yeah the full picture of that the, the, the big picture is awesome that car is off the ground big time
2: Well I'm reading this in my Ocala Speedway newsletter. That I get in my email that if you're interested and want to stay up to date about Ocala Speedway, you can go to their website and sign up for it. How, how do
3: they do
5: that? Yeah, you can also read it right there on the uh, yeah Inside Florida Racing. Meem- okay. Meanwhile. I like,
2: I like getting the special emails. Oh, it yeah. Makes me feel important.
5: Does it really? <laughs> you have a good spam sorter?
3: Spam, I've eaten yeah. it. Yeah. Let's go fast car racing. I've had Here's spam.
2: A... Vroom, vroom, let's go.
3: spam. Yeah. Spam. Yeah. Fast car racing, let's do it. Who are we yeah. talking to today, Mr. What, Fast one Car? One of the
5: two people it took to replace uh, Terry Roberts. Uh, Butch Pierce we're going to talk to. Butch,
3: Butch is on the line. Butch, are you there?
10: Hey, guys, how you doing? We're Hello. doing good, man.
3: How you doing? Are you wore out yet from trying to uh, um, do this job? The...
10: Trying to keep up? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, I take my hat off to Terry or any other track track officials or promoters or owners. It's uh, a whole new ball game
3: yeah that's a lot. That's a big place you guys got there. It's right in the metropolis of racing, so uh what's going on there? What are you going to do for us?
10: Well, we're going to do the best we can to uh go off the foundation that Don and Terry have set up for us and and uh and uh turn it into a good show. We're going to keep trying to uh work with the racers and uh, work with the fans and see if we can bring the two together and uh fill the place up.
3: So are you going to be, like, the active racing director?
10: Well, I am the active race race director at New Smyrna, and I have been. I was there with Terry. Okay. And uh, then I'm going to try and help out with the the competition end of it. And, um, you know, as long as you treat the the guys like uh, you want to be treated, it usually works pretty good.
3: So how long have you been involved in racing?
10: I think this is my 25th year. So it's been a little while. I uh, I raced for a couple years, and uh, the first year that Clyde took over Orlando, I won the points championship at both racetracks, and then I uh, was going to move up, but I didn't want to get rid of my car, so I put my darling wife in it, and uh, she spent the next 14 years doing it. And now it's been passed on to my son. Okay. So it's kind of a family thing.
3: Okay, so you're Chad Pierce's father. Yes. Okay. Well, that makes better sense to me. Might make better sense to most people out there. At least you've got a background in racing, and that's always important.
10: I think so. I really do. I I think it helps a lot. Um, And like I said, uh, I try to respect the drivers and uh, give them a little bit of say. Uh, You know, you can't let the inmates run the asylum, but uh, (laughs) we love them to death, and we try to try to work with them.
3: You know, that is that is a saying that is said by every racing director out there you can't let the inmates run the asylum do you consider all us race car drivers inmates (laughs) no they're my
10: friend well i guess so. i'm one of them so i guess
3: (laughs) Uh, well it's good to have one of the uh you know it's the influence of the inmates i think running the asylum i think that uh definitely helps you know because there are some tracks out there that use uh racing directors that necessarily aren't uh uh you know qualified to do so to make the decisions that they do when they see certain things go on they maybe don't understand some of the things that preceded these things and i think that uh it takes somebody that's been involved in racing to pick those things out you know what i'm saying
10: well i sure do and and uh i can't say that i'm qualified to do it all yet but uh i'll work out on it and and uh try to do the best i can and be as fair with everybody as i possibly can
3: and that's the best thing that you can do. You know, uh, we try to express to all the racers out there, they always need to do the best job for the fans, you know, and that's really what it's all about. You know, uh, promoters, they have to do uh, the best job for the fans and the drivers, so you guys always got it a little bit harder. Uh, what's, uh, now we talked to the marketing, uh, is that who the, we talked to last week? Yeah. Mar- yeah. Marketing guy? Um, Bill
11: Lewandowski.
3: Yes. What... Um, what are some of the things now he mentioned some of the things that might, you know, take place. So uh, are we going to see like, uh, different cars racing there than what we've been seeing in the future? You know, he said something about bringing some different shows in and stuff like that. Is
10: Well, I know Joe's been talking about doing that. And, uh, I'll, if, if he comes up with, uh, some good classes with, uh, you know, a good car count, sure. We'll try We'll try anything. Um, variety is always good, but, uh, First and foremost, you got to take care of home. You know, you got to look out for the guys that look out for you week after week because the track does have to uh, to uh, make a go of it to stay open. So, you know, and then right now with the economy the way it is, it's tough all around. Right, it's having a having a squeeze right now. So,
3: have you had a meeting with your drivers? You know, that 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 race at the track regularly, and uh, since uh, Terry's gone now, and uh, seen what maybe uh, they've got in mind.
10: Well, we, we I talked to them a little bit at the drivers' meeting. Uh, we stick a poll on the internet, try to do a different question each week, and kind of get a feel for everybody. Um, Joe and I are planning on having a, a town meeting to say with each one of the different classes,
4: mm-hmm.
10: and we're going to do that very shortly, um, just to get it, just to let them know that we do care and uh, we are listening.
3: And uh, as, as far as scheduling goes. Um... Are, are you going to be willing to work with uh you know these other promoters at other tracks even if it's you know all the way down south in charlotte you know with some of these big late model races and stuff like that to try not to be scheduled on the same day
10: that's the only way to survive i love it have to all work together it's the only way to survive
3: well that's what i like to hear you know uh i like to hear it and i like to see it played out i know it gets tough sometimes you know uh with scheduling and especially uh the distance in between you guys are far away from down south and then far away from the panhandle too so uh it kind of helps you guys to kind of be in a world of your own but i think if uh you know if the promoters and race directors and stuff would work a little bit harder at you know working together uh, i think it would be a grand thing
10: I, i think it would be too and uh you know i've talked to several of them um i've raced with all of them at one time or another. You know either at their track or or uh in a series with them and and uh I like everybody and I hope everybody can get along with me and we just try to make the best of it
3: sounds good um now uh since since Lakeland's closed up i haven't got to ask this question to anybody that could actually answer um uh, is NASCAR been uh, calling you guys more to do uh, testing and stuff at your facility?
10: Well, Terry got that ball rolling. He's had quite a few of the uh, different teams practicing all of last year and, and into this year. Right. So it's, it's been a surprise, but uh, it's closer for them, and they seem to like the surface. The, the new paved surface has got some good bite, and, and uh, they've enjoyed uh, coming by and, and using the facility.
3: Let me ask you something. When they're there, do you guys um, open the grandstands up for anybody to watch that wanted to? Um, or does no, NASCAR they, not they like?
10: They it? haven't been because most of the time we leave it up to the teams if whether they want anybody there or not. Right. And most of them are doing things that they just prefer not to have a crowd. Sure. You know they they do if awfully hot to start with, and these guys are trying to hustle and get things done, and and. Uh, they just don't need to be interrupted while they're trying this. So, uh, for the most part, they keep the gates closed while the teams are there.
3: All right. Well, that's what I wanted to know for the people that were listening. You know, uh, at Lakeland every now and then you could run over there and look at the races. But unless they didn't want anybody there. If they didn't want anybody there, then they kept you out of there. So,
10: Right, exactly. And and that's the way it is at New Smyrna also. It's not that we're trying to keep anybody away. But usually we let the teams tell us what they want to do. Sure.
3: Um, so uh, what else does a racetrack get used for, uh, you know, during the week? You know, people always see races going on on Saturday night and don't really understand uh, what goes on at a racetrack during the week.
10: Well, every now and then they'll have, uh, you know, a group gathering, you know, of, of, of different kinds, you know, small groups meet there, you know, when they don't have any other place to meet. Um, the quarter midgets, we have the quarter midgets to run, I believe, on Wednesdays and Fridays. Uh, open practice during the week on Thursdays once a month. Um, just small things like that, and uh, but mostly uh, teams practicing. There are some uh, driver development groups that go in there and and uh, and test. So uh, there's a few things going on, but the concentration is mostly on Saturday, especially now.
3: Well, that's always the important thing. The race day, Saturday being y'all's race day, uh, it's definitely an important thing and trying to get some some. Uh, butts in the seats and uh some drivers out there on the racetrack
10: and and uh with y'all show it 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 helps it really does Uh, a lot of the guys talk about the show and and enjoy listening to it and uh, anytime we can get any uh publicity it's, it's always a good thing
3: you know we appreciate those three fans that we have I can't believe they called you, guys, you. All
5: three of them called you. Rob, if you quit talking bad about all the promoters and bitching about the drivers <laughs>
3: and the rules, we'd have more fans. I
10: just talk bad about me. I'll keep coming back. Uh, I'm, I'm um, dumb as a bunch of rocks.
3: Ah, well, that makes two of us. No, I'm just kidding. At least they don't call you bonehead. <laughs>
2: oh, you brought that name on yourself, though.
3: Well, you know, uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, You know that um, they've got some a couple of good guys there to take Terry's job. Uh, I knew it would take a couple of guys at least at first to try to get it all, but but uh, whatever it takes, you know. I mean, Terry was around for a while and uh, he planted some good seeds, you know, and I hope yes, that you guys can water them.
10: And that's what we're planning on. Um, my strong point is not sales and promotion, so uh, and jo- and Joe says his isn't uh, uh, competition or weekly shows. So uh, I'm just happy doing the part that I'm doing, and Joe's happy doing the part he's doing, and. Hopefully we uh, can make it work.
5: I have a question. You know, that something that come up here. Uh, Joe asked me not to, we didn't want to talk about this with Joe because it's not his gig. What's the deal with the tires? Did you guys just change the, ti- the tire deal or something? You got Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
10: Um, we did change tires. Um, I'm not uh, familiar with exactly all that went on, but uh, <laughs> okay. we were having a few little, issues going on that I heard, you know, everybody hears sure. that
5: or the other, but sure.
10: uh, for me to say something would be totally out of line, because I really don't But know
3: you've anything. gone to Hoosiers. It would be perfect. <laughs> say it. <laughs> we have three listeners. Come Rob, on. Rob, I told you.
10: <laughs> well, I, found, I found out about 9 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Is that right? I a call, and I was told that we were going to Hoosiers on Wednesday that's
5: how I found out about it so so I mean you've been around what's the difference between these tires what what difference is it gonna make over at New Smyrna on the on the on the car the various classes
10: well right now the the compound that has been chosen will uh, last a little bit longer
5: well that's good
10: what and about and what about who's attracting grips as good as new Smyrna is you need something that's going to last
3: yeah well, you need the, the, the there's one thing is that I like about the goodyear tire is the the hard sidewall. It's got a lot stiffer sidewall in it. And you know, at a track like New Smyrna, you need that stiff sidewall.
10: Absolutely. And these these tires have a stiffer-than-normal Hoosier sidewall. Oh,
3: really? Yeah.
10: Yeah, they're a little bit stronger in the sidewall than the the Hoosiers that we're used to using.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that'll be uh, yeah. something new to look at, because I always like the Hoosier tire for the grip standpoint and how long they mm-hmm. last, but the big racetrack, man, it was always nice to run those good years on the big racetrack, because... Uh, you know, the downforce of the car and how the car bounces around, it definitely helped. And the guys with these soft setups, man, they're not going to like a soft setup. But, I mean, a soft sidewall tire.
10: Not on a soft tire. No. Exactly, on a sidewall.
3: Butch, you know, it was good to talk to you. appreciate you taking the time to talk with us on Inside Florida Racing. And uh, anytime you want to come on and tell us what's going on at your racetrack, uh, please call us. Let us know.
10: I will definitely do that, and I appreciate you all having me on. All
3: right. All right. Thanks. Appreciate man. it.
10: Take care. Thank
1: all you right.
3: very much. There you have it, folks. So Bush Butch Pierce uh, is a racing, active racing director at New Smyrna Speedway. And just
2: so you guys know, I just checked my email, and we have not received uh, an email winner for those tickets for East Bay yet. That's so. because those three oh. those three
3: people didn't go to the race.
2: What was that
5: name? What was that name that uh, we were looking at for the guy who won the tickets at? Uh
2: For the guy that won the tickets.
5: Hit hit that button over there. This is is like television, man, except you're not seeing it. Wait a minute. That's because we don't have face for
3: television. We have face for radio. This is crazy. This is reality. This is good. Reality reality radio at its finest.
2: Taylor Mills?
3: Taylor Mills.
5: Taylor Mills Mills is the winner. Uh, And Taylor? I'm going to give you a phone number, and if Taylor's not listening, or he li- well, he'll catch it because he's going to be paying attention one way or the other. Uh, you want to call our call-in line, which is 941-228-8359. It's 941-228-8359. Taylor Mills won two tickets to East Bay Raceway Park on the 27th of uh, this month to see the United Dirt Late Model Challenge series
3: it's going to be a monster show. And that will be at East Bay Raceway. Yeah. Well, it's going to be exciting. Folks, uh, coming up second part of the show tonight, Amanda Ferguson with the CFSS. Uh Andy Lasera. Who else CC do you know?
2: Let's see here. We have a uh, late model well, want driver a- Casey Cottle. Wait, right. well, you, we'll you to take a
3: break? No, I'm letting people know who's coming up. Oh, okay. It's okay no, with you
2: Yes. And then Dave Brown from Brown Motorsports Spectacular will be. Oh, there we go. We got a phone ringing. Oh, we'll be uh,
4: <laughs>
2: We'll be a joining us. Uh, Dave Brown will be joining us. One of our three
3: listeners is calling us. Oh, right. we
2: have more than three. Stop that. Hush. Anyway, so, um,
3: I do kind of harp on that.
2: Do you want to? Are you going to plan to be at East Bay on the twenty seventh?
3: I'm going to try, I'm and I'm going to try, try to be at the Celebrity Truckers thing, uh, the two hundred. Definitely, uh, Rick yeah. Crystal staying in Orlando. Um, tell me, what happened at Charlotte this week? What, what happened uh, What happened with the races? Didn't they have a big race at Charlotte this week? What was the big race?
2: Um, let's they have a sportsman? See. Um, let's see. They had um, Road Warriors. They had uh, Gary LaPlante, Suncoast, yes. Outlaw Street Who stocks. won that? And let's see here. This is bad. I, Donny Alley came in second. Because that's who oh, you know. I'm.
3: I can't believe he didn't win it.
2: I I was following um that evening, and let me see. I need to pull up notes here. And Boy, I,
3: you must have really been busy if you can't even remember what was going on. Maybe <laughs> I need to have Bobby Deal call me and tell me. No, himself. wait a minute.
2: Wait a minute. I.
3: I'm sure he was paying here, attention.
2: I have notes.
3: Or maybe I have Gary notes, will plant. Just need to... Somebody could tell me what happened.
2: Well, you know. Let me I click could, on. Hold
3: on. I, I know could, how to find it. Let me click I on get Charlotte busy County Sports. Right off the front of Karnak. T Q Midgets to were the people. first feature of the night.
2: They had a they had a, a Fab Four Pro Four switch off race that was pretty exciting. And then they had the figure eight race. They had where, the uh,
3: Smith and Bigley win switch off, is that right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Wally Smith and uh, Billy Big yeah. Lee Jr. Um, yeah, in the yeah, uh, switch off yeah, yeah. race. That was interesting because he was racing in that race against, I believe, one of his sons was yeah. in that race also. And then uh, Wally Smith was having a lot of fun out there during the figure eight race, but ended up finishing fifth. Um,
3: 26. Oh, no. TQ Midgets, how many did they have? I saw 26. I thought they had 26. They had 11 open wheel lights. 25 lap, 14 car. I'm reading. I'm listening and reading. That's
2: good. That's good. <laughs> You're reading. I'm so proud of you. You can read. Four-cylinder um, switch-off
3: race. That's what it was. They yeah, the four-cylinder switch-off race. 20 drivers. And it
2: was, it was, a, that was a nice race. Corey course, Bigley
3: driving the 28 car. Mm-hmm. He battled to stay in second. Until uh, the 85 of Pete Amalek took over second, and Ryan Meiser came in third. Corey it, was fourth. Corey finished fourth.
2: The racing... The racing action itself was good Saturday night. It was just sad to see the um, the small amount of fans that was there. The fans the were really busy. What is it about? Well, you know what my personal opinion of why fans. Let's have down, it. I think it all comes down to money. And I think it, this economy is hurt. You know, it's in a bad shape. People are out of jobs. Um, And they need things need to be more affordable to get the families back to the track. Um, There's a lot of race fans who aren't going to the races because they have to decide: Gee, do I take my family and spend 60, 70 bucks between entry, you know, getting into the races, and money that you're going to spend at the concession stand, or do we use that for gas and groceries? And I think we really need to seriously. Uh, consider track owners need to seriously consider doing some kind of special pricing, maybe roll back prices for a while to get the people coming back again. The fa- I believe that the fans will really appreciate, really truly appreciate it, if prices are lowered um, for the families to get in and come to the races. Then they'll have the money to spend at concessions. And I'm not saying you have to ch- roll back prices for pit passes, just general
3: grandstand entry. I got an idea. For the folks that come all the time, and, and all promoters need to listen to this. This is a good idea that just came into Texas. There you go. Um, maybe for the folks that come all the time, sell them a yearly pass.
2: And I think that have been has been made available at, at tracks at some tracks. I've I've heard that. that mentioned at yeah, Charlotte. It's, it's but we need something to. It's going to bring the families back. Some kind of special that either you know we roll back the prices, either you know. Five bucks to lower it to make it more affordable for them to come out.
5: It's tough, man. It is. You it know, is tough, and I because think
2: th- they'll they'll spend money on concessions, which I know is a pl- is one of the areas at a racetrack where they make money. Sure,
3: and 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 it's another place that for for the racetrack owner you have to look at all these products that we're spending more money for in the store. Mm-hmm. So are they? So you know those three dollar chicken fingers aren't there anymore. You know it costs five dollars to have chicken mm-hmm. fingers. So um, I think that definitely. Working out some kind of pass, working out some free entries for folks somewhere or another, getting them in there for free will definitely help them uh, spend a little bit more money and maybe get them to come to the track, you know. And, uh, man, these are tough times. I wouldn't want to yeah. own a racetrack right no, now. i and it's I'm not a, tell you that. No.
5: It's definitely not about adding more show. It's about making it more affordable somehow. Exactly.
3: Yeah, and, and, and the purses are going to have to get dropped back. I mean, uh, the drivers are going to have to realize that, you know – Um, The purse is probably going to have to get cut in order for for them to still be able to have these big races. You know, uh, we got to talking about the purse last week with the TBRA. Um, I think they got a a great purse structure and a great program, Mm -hmm. you know. But, you know, for a track to be able to afford to continually have, you know, them show up or to have... Another group show up like the Dirt Lane models, the same thing. It We're going to, to talk about that all. later We'll, in the
5: we'll show. talk
2: more about it. But right now we have Amanda Ferguson with us. And Amanda will be racing this Saturday night at the Charlotte County Motorsports Park with the Checkered Flag Sprint Series. Hi, Amanda. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing?
12: I am doing very good. Now,
2: you just uh, raced up at Lake City and finished fourth, I believe, right?
12: Yes, I did. Um, I was actually at the dirt track up in Lake City.
2: And how was the overall experience up there for you? Did you have Um, fun?
12: It was a lot of fun. Um, That was actually my fourth time ever racing on dirt. And actually, my first race there, I ended up flipping up and over top of the wall in turns three and four.
3: Was that fun? Oh, wow. Are you okay?
12: Yeah, I was fine. I was a little sore, but, you know, we had wing damage and... Everything else, you know, just the typical when you flip, you know, you get the wings. Um, but I was fun. Now,
2: now have now have you flipped before like that?
12: No, that was actually my first time, like in my sprint car ever flipping. Mm-hmm. But it was it was real fun to go back to Lake City last weekend and just do good and prove to myself that you know I can still do good. Um, I was a little nervous, you know, I didn't want to wreck again, but I was I was real happy. Well good. And now
2: do you have now that you're running on asphalt and dirt? Do you have a preference?
12: Um I like dirt just because it's a lot of fun. Um but asphalt it's it's a lot of fun too.
4: Mhm.
2: Do, do you like the the, the on dirt the, the sliding?
12: Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Um it's good experience. Good teaches you good car control, but um I would like to go back to asphalt in the future. Uh, we just did the dirt to get more experience. Um, that's why we're starting to race more on the asphalt again.
2: And you'll be racing on asphalt this Saturday night to Charlotte County Motorsports Park with a checkered flag sprint series, won't you?
12: Yes, I will. And I'm really looking forward to that. They're um, a great bunch of people and they're so nice and they're so helpful and they're real clean racers. They don't drive you dirty and they're just, they're a lot of fun to be around. That is a great
2: group that uh, Don has, you know, has together there. And it's um, it, its always a good race for the fans also. Always very entertaining with um, the wingless sprints there that come down the Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Now, are you planning just to keep yourself very busy and, and try to be out on a track, either dirt or asphalt, every weekend? Yeah,
12: that's why we started racing. That's why we went back to the asphalt um dirt racing for the sprint cars in florida it hasn't been very good this year it comes in like spurts you know we get a couple races and then we're off for Mm -hmm. three or four months and um we bought my car back in april and two days after we bought the car there was no more dirt races so we started looking out online and someone told us about don's group um running down in charlotte county Mm -hmm we looked him up and we got to talking to him and we decided that we would go run with him and it's been a lot of fun i've had a blast doing it with his group
3: what did you race um before amanda before you started racing sprint cars
12: um i actually have been racing since i was seven i started out in quarter midgets and i did that for seven years and then last year i um got a mini sprint and we ran that on the dirt for a year and then this year we got the sprint car
3: so if my math is right you're 16 years old
12: no i'm 15
3: oh Oh, i was off a little bit i didn't let this year get through uh what what is your future plans of racing
12: um next year we are going to run the sprint car again um just to get more experience with the more horsepower um the bigger size car and then i'm not quite sure i mean i want to go back to asphalt and maybe some sort of stock car but now that you know i'm getting more comfortable in the sprint car the sprint car has been a lot of fun too so i'm not i'm not really quite sure yet what i want to do
3: you'll never want to get in a stock car after you drive sprint cars for a few years because uh uh these stock cars that we drive are slow compared to uh these things that you're driving and uh they actually drive a lot different that's why you see a lot of guys they stay in sprint cars they they Mm -hmm. try to get out they try to race something else you know and then they end up right back in that sprint car
12: yeah and the sprint car was actually something that i wanted to do but at the end of last year um my parents and i we were talking and we weren't really sure i said i wanted to go back to asphalt and we were thinking maybe about a late model and then i was like no I want to race a sprint car. I want to be able to get into a sprint car and drive one. So we started looking around and we found a real good deal on a sprint car, and so that's what I'm racing now.
2: Now, Amanda, um, what's the longest race you've competed in? Um, the longest. Race? Yeah, like lap wise, fifty.
12: Um, thirty-five, and that was with Don's group down in um, Charlotte County mm-hmm. Sports Park.
2: Now. Do you, do you think that um, If the time came that they would If Don put together a special race Maybe a longer race a, a a 50 lap or do you think you would like to Challenge yourself and compete in that?
12: Yeah I'm always up for a challenge um, It would be hard Because you know 35 laps And I was getting kind of tired mm-hmm. um, But my car also Wasn't handling right that race um, My car is a dirt car So it's You know, it's way different than the asphalt sprint cars are. But um, we've been working on getting it set up right, and so hopefully this weekend we'll be better. But I would love, I would have a blast if he did, like, a longer race, like 50 laps. Mm -hmm. I I think it would be fun to challenge myself to make it through 50
3: laps. So you started racing at 7. Does your mom really like you racing, or does she wish that you picked pom-poms instead of a steering wheel?
12: Well, actually... I am a cheerleader, also. Oh. And I'm a, and I do diving.
4: Oh, wow.
12: So I've got you know I've got my girl sports and I do those on the on weekdays for the high school and then um, on the weekends I race and of course racing always comes first. Um, I've never missed a race. I love her priorities.
3: Amanda,
5: with that answer, you be you just got some new fans. Yeah. <laughs>
12: hey,
3: now tell me at school, what grade are you in?
12: I am in tenth
3: grade. So you're in high school. So, at high school, you know how guys are, you know, rough and macho and think they're so cool. Yeah. What, yes, Yeah. What, what, what do they say when you tell them that you race cars?
12: They, sometimes they just look at me, and
3: they can't get they, the pom poms out of their eyes. That's why.
12: Yeah. They, they know that I'm a cheerleader, and then when they find out that I'm a race car driver, they're kind of like, whoa! But they think it's pretty cool though. Um, Especially when I find out that I race sprint cars. Yeah. They're like, that's so cool. So Um, I'm known around school as the race car driver.
2: That's cool. Now, Amanda, what is your car number so people can uh, watch you Saturday night when you race at Charlotte County Motorsports Park?
12: Um, I am the 21A. My car is blue and orange.
3: 21. What is your website?
12: Um, My website is www.amandafergusonmotorsports.com.
3: I'm trying to look it up. That's
4: cool. Hey,
3: okay. If I spelled, spelled it right.
2: Th- yeah, that helps. I probably did
3: I'm the worst spieler well, in hey, the look, whole it's, world. Well, look, it's right I there know, on the paper in
2: front of you. <laughs> you know. We try to make it easy for you, Rob.
3: I, why didn't it work? Hold on. I did spell it
2: right. <laughs> well, Amanda, um, looking forward to seeing you Saturday night at the Charlotte County Motorsports Park. I'm just curious. Um, do you have a brother
12: no, I don't. You... I, I only have an older sister, and she's twenty five.
2: And now, did you did you sort of fall into this love of racing through your father? Um.
12: Yeah, my dad. He's been he's always been a huge NASCAR fan, and um, I grew up racing, watching the races on um, Sunday afternoons with him. And he had a friend that he worked with that lived by the Quarter Track, which was about twenty minutes away from our house. And one night he decided to take me out there, and I just, I fell in love. Daddy, I want one. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, you know, I got, I started out. Um, we actually went there when I was six, but my birthday was in the summer. So I started practicing, you know, going through the novice training when I was seven, and I started racing. Do
2: you have a hard time balancing schoolwork and keeping your grades up? with your then so busy with the diving and cheerleading and racing
12: um not really because i know that school work comes first Mm -hmm. if i don't have good grades then i'm not going to be allowed to do any of that and so i just go to you know my practices and then i come home and you know i do my homework first i don't do anything until i get my homework done um, and I even do homework at the racetrack sometimes just to make sure that I have enough time to get it all done so that I can keep my grades up.
2: Well, congratulations for being able to balance out such a, such a busy life right now. And, uh, you know, I hope you have a great year this year at school and you excel in everything that you do. It sounds like as long as you put your mind to it, you can accomplish whatever your goals are. And we appreciate you joining us this evening and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you Saturday.
3: Thank you for having me. Hey, Amanda, um, next football game, I think maybe, maybe for homecoming, you should um, come out and do donuts in the middle of the uh, football field with your race car. <laughs> I
12: don't think they would like that too much. I might tear up the grass.
3: Well, then stay on the track. See you Saturday. <laughs> we'll see you Saturday night. Bye, Amanda. All right. Bye,
12: thank you. Bye.
3: There you have it, Amanda Ferguson, CFSS. I cannot even imagine. I can't get my head around it. She's got
2: a busy life.
3: No, 15
5: years old. Racing the since seven. Racing sprint cars, I don't care what age, but a young lady, 15 years old out there, do it with the guys, that's pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what mom went
3: through when she rolled oh, it up into oh, that fence. Oh, oh, oh I could only imagine. Poor dad, because he's the one that's going to get it worse. What's guy's <laughs> Look what you've done!
0: <laughs> my baby! <laughs>
3: scary, scary. Okay, well, I tell it, you, but
2: it, we got that, that just shows you how good that safety equipment is that absolutely. they have in those sprint cars. Well, ask
5: Wendy M- Mathis. I mean, oh, she's an yes. expert at rolling them. Oh, but yes, she is. My, uh, Wednesday nights on Real Racing USA at 7.30 to 8.30 is Dirt World. Dirt and, World. Uh, just to give you an idea. Come get dirty. B- Billy the Kid and, and Joe Dirt, that's uh, uh, Billy Osborne and uh, Joe Linebarrier. Some of the guys, a uh, couple of weeks ago, uh, Shane Clanton, Won the World 100 at Eldora. He was on Real Racing USA's Dirt World with Billy the Kid and Joe Dirt. A few weeks before that, uh, Jimmy Owens, uh, Tim McCready were Jimmy on. Jimmy Owens. I'm telling you. Uh, the week before <laughs> that, they had uh, Donnie Schatz, Schatz, who's the best. He's just the best outlaw uh, spray yeah, car racer yeah, there is. Yeah, I like can... yep. him. Darren, the Thriller Miller, was on. Uh, they have had Scott Bloom- Bloomquist was on a few weeks before that. Terry McCarl. They've had Brian Burkholder. They got them all. That's the place, Dirt World. Uh, that's on uh, Wednesday nights here on Real Racing USA.
2: Listen to the guys that like to carry dirt in their pocket and take it out and sniff it. Well, they got
3: dirt in their teeth. Yeah, like Billy says, eat some dirt. Or Joe eat says Eat some that. dirt. <laughs> yeah, eat some dirt. Eat dirt. <laughs> all right, coming up next, uh, we need to talk to, uh, who is it?
2: We, uh, let's see one? here. We still need to talk to Andy Lasera.
3: Andy Lasera.
2: Casey Cottle.
3: Called Hill, it, called uh
2: late late model driver,
3: and then Dave and, Brown, and then
2: Dave Brown, the
3: Brown Motorsports spectacular. spectacular. So, uh, so um, yeah. hmm.
2: I'm looking forward to East Bay on the 27th. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a great night out there. I'm gonna. Uh, I like my favorite place to be at that racetrack is right there in the in that infield where we've got we've watched races there from. From that area, before, yeah, you got to keep Rob, turning
3: around and around and around. I and you, love it. On a thirty-five lap race, you got to turn around at least thirty-five times. Drum, it's drum my, roll! It's,
2: it's my favorite place to be.
3: Drum roll. Drum, drum roll. Drum roll. You're supposed to have a button to push. Yeah, I know. Yeah, where's your sound effect? You can drop bombs
2: I and know, explosions.
5: I know. I know. <laughs> Dun, <laughs> it's called. What do you call that? Preparation. Preparation. <laughs> yeah. Show prep. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Right. You're a terrible. So welcome off. to
5: Inside Florida Racing. The Andy Lozera. Andy, there.
13: Hi, Andy. Hey, Jack. How you doing? Hi, guys.
2: Hey,
5: welcome. I'm, I'm good. You're here with uh, Rob Elting and uh, CC Brooks. CC Brooks. All right, Andy.
3: What are you racing these days?
5: Well,
13: I'm currently a hired driver in the Desoto Champ Car Series.
3: Now you guys put on a great show when you show up. I've seen you race a couple different mm-hmm. places. Uh,
13: oh, I'll tell you, it's it's definitely one of the most competitive series I've ever raced in, as far as far as my Champ Car career goes. I mean, it's it's just like racing Daytona nothing
3: different yeah i see that uh one of the guys i've raced with for years i used to race go karts with and uh, race uh stock cars with too. chad dock that he runs that series and uh let me tell you man chad was always a hard guy to beat
13: oh yeah he definitely i know him pretty well he's definitely (laughs) he's definitely the best best they come when it comes to go-kart racing
3: yeah he's been doing it so long uh now, have you? Uh, is he a friend of yours? Does he help you out at all? Or you guys help each other out as far as uh, on the track. He's helped me out a little bit.
13: I met him um, through the promoter Phil Harp. Um, he's good friends with him. All right. So, I'm not really like more of a you know a competitor help. You know, sure. You know how it is. You know you help each other a little bit here and, right. there, and then you go out there and it's a completely different story.
3: Now, i used to race super karts against him twin engine uh twin engine go karts we used to race at the small lakeland track and uh chad was always very aggressive he was young then you know and uh he was very aggressive and i i saw him race out there at uh charlotte and it looks like things still haven't changed oh yeah
13: i said he's a very good competitor though i can remember one instance at Punta punagorda Gorda speedway when you know a caution came out and According to you know us, I should have I should have been up in the second position, and they told me to go to the back. And I can remember him waving me to go up front, right? Which kind of made me feel good because I was like, "Okay, yeah, we're competitors, but he knows where people should be."
3: Right. Yeah, you know, uh, you guys definitely. When you talk about Daytona, you know, you guys definitely put the bump draft into effect, and I think it's something that the fans really get to see. And that's
2: exactly what I was going to say. I think the reason why the this series is a fan favorite is the fact of the drafting. And, and, and it's just it's amazing when you, you get them all out there on the track. It's so much fun to watch. And, and, I mean,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and it's, it's really, it's your, your series is really a series that people who want to race but really can't afford the the bigger cars, um, they get this really nice experience of racing in these DeSoto Champ Cards for a lot less money.
13: Definitely. I mean, it's it's very economical, and I think what's really good for us go-kart racers compared to what we're normally ra- racing on a short short go-kart track, you're really only seen by family members of the fellow racers. We get a chance to, you know, show what we can really do in front of a packed grandstand, which what we're really not used to. And I think the fans can relate to our racing a little bit more because, you know, okay... Fans watching a you know Daytona race and it, it seems kind of similar when you see forty three Champ cars out mm-hmm. back,
2: back and forth and and you can do seventy to seventy five miles per hour can't you
3: Did you hear what he said Jack Did, did you guys really listen to what he said No I was, I was uh, out uh, out of the room I, 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 I think, think it's an it. issue Okay that people really don't understand that, that that race cars every week at a local racetrack. These guys, okay, and I remember when I was one of these Champ guys, cars. okay, I ran twin engine Yamahas, and they would let us come run at Lakeland Speedway on Friday nights at their real speedway. When they told us that we could go race, we knew that no longer was it on Sunday afternoon out in the heat where nobody was watching. Mm-hmm. We were going to get to go to the stock car track where people that were racing stock cars or coming to watch guys race in stock cars, were going to come watch us race, and then we were going to get to show them a show. And every time we showed up in our Supercarts USA program that we had, let me tell you what, we put on a show because we threw, you know, 20 twin-engine Yamahas out there or, or you know, uh, shifter carts at the same time. And I think that's what you guys are doing. And I think what it really shows is that we were just talking about purses and stuff. Right. Okay. How much do you guys get paid to go out there and race at this racetrack?
13: I can name an experience. Me and my dad were both racing, and we finished second and fourth and I won one of the heat races. He came home with over $400 and you know that's very unheard of as far as go-kart racing goes.
3: But you guys were so excited anyways that uh, it really wasn't even about the money.
13: Oh, definitely. It, it, you know, and
3: cuz it didn't start out you guys coming there getting paid. Right. It started out you guys coming there and you weren't even getting paid and they were still showing up. But now you guys have really showed that you have a viable show and I think that's something that what I was trying to point out, Jack, is that the, these guys, they want to race. Right. They show up because they want to race for the fans. And I think that the guys that race every week at the racetrack have forgotten all about that. Oh, there that. is no doubt.
5: There they, is no doubt. They forgot all about no, that. No, that is one of the most the most things as is, is obvious everywhere you go. That the guys who race every week, most of them forget. And promoters, too, forget. Right. It's about the fans. It's not about the drivers. It's not about the promoters. It's not. A, it's
3: about the fans, man. Right, and the show that gets put on. These guys in this, and and you know, I'm I'm going off about this because I've I've sat here and talked with Jack many times about. Hey, I went to the races the other night, and that the Soto Champ Car Series was there. Right. Okay. Right. And and he, I don't know that he's ever got a chance to mm-hmm. really see you guys mm-hmm. race. Not really. to I mean, they've been at the track, but not
5: really to sit down and actually pay attention Dude, to when, that deal. When yeah. you
3: sit down and watch these guys race, we were just talking about the bump draft when you were out of the room. Um, people see drafting and they hear about drafting, but you can't—you don't ever see it utilized at the racetrack. Okay, when these guys come, they're a small enough scale and they're going fast enough where they actually use bump drafting by pushing the guy in front of them past the other guy. Mm-hmm. You don't ever see that; very rarely see that hmm. at the races anymore. You know, uh, uh, the local scene. And uh, every lap is what happens with these guys. The guys in the top five or top ten, they're pushing back and forth. you got guys switching, you know, lead. Now, I think that's what makes it exciting. And, in it.
2: and if you want to learn more about the DeSoto Champ Cart Series, just go to com. They have a really nice webpage, And you take a look at their roster. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of drivers, you know, from all over the state and even out of the state, involved in this series.
5: You know, Andy uh, also is into, uh, he's really got a, a marketing thing going on. Well, so so we Let's were hear about and, that. And, and what I would like to say is we probably don't have time to fully get into that because I know Andy's got a lot to say about this because I, I talked to him just enough to know <laughs> and we passed some emails along. And I can tell you this, he's got a lot to say about it, but maybe we could just touch on it. Okay. And then we'll have you back uh, next week and we can go into more detail because I definitely want to get your ideas. Because one of the things we were talking about, when you go on these six hour rides to long far away racetracks you have a lot to talk about and and one of the things we were talking about this weekend was that there's not enough young people involved doing like what we're doing for instance sure. you know as announcers at mm-hmm. tracks at officials at tracks doing media like what we do and that's kind of the, like what made me call you today Andy was I had your right. emails there and I'd been looking at them and then it finally struck me the significance of why I wanted to talk to you so Tell us a little bit about your deal.
13: Well my deal is um, first of all, I can't really, I can't really afford to race as a hobby. You know, I'm gonna have to use the race car as a form to provide myself it's had to provide itself its own income, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. I thought a good way a good way to use it would be I'd be offering advertising space on the truck that'll be exposed outside of the racetracks, festivals, grand openings, trade shows. You know, it could be a good marketing tool. I mean, when if you're, walking down, if you're walking down the street, you know, most people, a race car is going to catch your eye. I mean, just like you driving down the road and you see that hot chick drag, jogging down the road. I mean, you're not going to walk over to her or anything, but it's going to catch your eye. So it's, and I just thought of it as a, it's, that's why I chose it as a, it's an ideal advertising and promotional specialty.
3: So you're talking about maybe, uh, let's see, if there's a home show going on, okay, and you got all these different manufacturers of these products that show up there, you hit one of those manufacturers up and say, hey, I'll, I'll bring my race car there with your advertising on the side of it and set it out front, and people will think that you have a race car out there. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's it, you pretty know, cool.
13: It, it, you
4: know, That's not a bad idea. Die,
13: so the manufacturer is going to benefit from that. They come over, they check out the truck. Mm-hmm. Oh, You know, this auto parts store, for example, is on the truck. Or maybe I'll go check out their store or whatever it is. It's an advertising tool that I think catches people's eye as opposed to, you know, different venues they could try.
3: Well, it's definitely uh, that's definitely not a bad idea, you know, and you never know what that will uh, transpire into as far as maybe uh, if they like it there, maybe they'd like to see it at the racetrack running some laps, and that's where you get them.
13: <laughs> right, exactly, definitely.
5: So uh, next week we'll talk to, with you more in depth about your ideas about marketing and that sort of
3: stuff because I know you got a lot.
13: Right, definitely. Thank
3: you. All right. Um, we've got to actually uh, skedaddle. We've got a couple more guests to get on this week. But, uh, yeah, I want to hear more about this marketing thing that you have. So uh, get your presentation ready. and uh, We're going to grill you. Man. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to see what kind of marketer you are next week.
13: Oh, I will, definitely. Thank you guys for having me on. It was a very, very good experience. No Thank problem. You. We'll good get night, you on next
3: week. We'll talk about your marketing skills. All right. Thank All you. right. Uh, that was Andy Lacerra, um, racing in the DeSoto Champ cars, and now it sounds like he's getting into the trucks. We didn't get a chance to talk too much about that, but uh, what do you think about that little marketing scheme there, Cece? It's,
2: it's, it's a nice idea. I, I think it's something that um, you really have to put a lot of planning into in, in pre-planning and pre-planning and know what's happening in your community yeah. far enough in advance so you can get a hold of those people so you have the time to make, you know, um, the, the stickers up the yeah. you know magnetic signs so you can uh, you know plaster the truck in it. But I think it's a great idea. I think it's right. Uh, any kind of racing vehicle is going to attract attention. Mm-hmm. It catches somebody's eye. Especially if you take
3: the racing vehicle and the hot chick and stick them together.
2: Exactly. That is right.
3: right. That's not a bad idea. Hey, the reason why I said the home. is hey, a racing is
2: vehicle and, and a hot race car driver catches the you know, eyes too. So
3: I've always had a hard time with that part. Well,
2: but you know what? There's a <laughs> lot of female race fans, honey. I'm one of them. I
3: I know, I've met many of the female race fans out there uh, at the racetrack, including you. That's where I met you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we met back in the pits, that's right.
3: Hey. Hey. Uh, Yeah, you never know who you're going to meet at the racetrack. That's why I always tell all drivers to promote themselves, be nice to everybody, and talk to everybody, and try to remember the names when you're shaking the hand. Okay, Jack, what's next? Casey Cardell is on the line with us, man. Late model driver. Casey, you there? Yeah. All All Hi right, right. Casey, this, welcome th- to
2: Inside Florida Racing. This
5: this young man, I uh, saw him early or late last year, and of course I you know, we do some things with his website and this and that. And then I saw him like sometime
3: earlier this year. He had grown like a foot. Yeah, did you recognize him?
5: Not for a minute.
3: <laughs> How old are you now? Fourteen. Fourteen whole years old. What are you gonna do with yourself? You're getting so old now.
11: <laughs> I don't know, man. First I gotta stop growing.
5: <laughs> uh, so tell us about this uh uh little program that you got going to promote your racing
11: uh yeah we're uh actually passing out fires and stuff uh around new smyrna beach and stuff trying to raise some money for the find a foundation stuff um we planned on raising a lot of money and uh giving them a check at new smyrna for the asa race
2: now now casey for people out there who are listening who aren't familiar with the disease spina bifida can you explain to our listeners about it
11: yeah it's pretty much a uh disease where you're uh born with a hole in your back and stuff and uh actually most people with it are paralyzed or can't walk and uh i was born with it but uh i was lucky and uh now i'm racing so i don't know how it worked out but i guess i was one of them lucky ones you know
2: Well, and that puts you in a great position to be out there, knowledgeable, helping to to raise money. And and, and this is money that you want to raise to help further research, correct?
11: Yeah, of course. Um, Just trying to raise some money for the unfortunate, you know. So
3: how can uh, people uh, give to this foundation or, uh, you know, if they can't come to the race or anything or they want to uh, give money, how can they do that?
11: Well, actually, um, on the flyers, it uh, it's gonna have uh, a number that you call or an email address that you could uh, contact my dad. Is the, there? Is this there is a where way you though, give it is, out. Yeah.
2: Is, is is there a way through maybe a website that they can help donate? Um, Do you have? A...
11: It, uh, I'm not sure if my dad gave. Jack, uh, flyer. Jack no. is it up
2: on this yeah, website? Yeah,
5: act- actually, we got a flyer today, and it will be up on the website tomorrow. Casey uh,
3: dot com. Okay, yeah, and yeah, that's that and that's C
2: A U D I L L.
3: Yeah. All right, and then they can go there and uh, you know give the donations if they like.
2: And, and, and now, is this going to be part of a special? Are you having a special benefit race at the track, or?
11: Well, uh, they're they're like. Uh, what i want to say they're they're uh you know they're asa and new Speedway speedways helping us out mm-hmm. with uh advertising but uh no it's not an actual the race wasn't supposed to be uh it wasn't supposed to be
2: the race wasn't designed as it. a fundraiser yeah
11: yeah yeah but you know since it, it's our home track and stuff and we thought it be a great idea
3: to do it so i think it's a great yeah that's a great idea and i i think that maybe the track should pass a helmet around and stuff that night mm-hmm. you get the drivers to go around with the helmets and try to raise some money for that i mean like we we're talking about man things are so rough for us you know you can imagine people that have these uh issues uh children that have these issues and uh health care you know, how tough it must be you know you see what it costs to go to a doctor today it's very expensive so uh another uh you know good benefit that if somebody's got some extra money and they can put it to it's definitely uh something to that they should do
11: yeah
5: how you doing with the asa deal man tell us about uh, that whole thing
11: well uh, actually we just got home yesterday from uh south georgia but uh, uh we didn't do too awful good uh the battery died on us with uh just over 10 laps ago. so you know it's just that kind of stuff where you know it happens every now and then but uh started strong out in the uh, beginning of the season but uh you know we had a few problems but uh we hung in there
3: so how are you doing in their points are you running for their points program there
11: yeah um actually right now i think i'm running ninth so
3: well that's not too bad i mean that's a big series got a lot of guys involved in there don't they and girls
11: yeah both and uh we're also trying to compete for uh, rookie of the year, so maybe that'll work out.
3: <clears throat> yeah, that's always good to put on the old resume.
11: Yeah,
3: I'm looking at your website right now. Um, yeah, oh, this is a kid that's got trophies. He's a winner.
5: Yeah, the uh, ASA races at New Smyrna Speedway on the 27th and then uh, of this month, and then uh, they finish out their southern. Uh, the Southern uh, Division uh, series at Charlotte County Motorsports Park in uh, next month. I
2: oh, forget good. the date,
5: but uh, yeah, it's. Uh,
2: so we look forward to having Casey down in a Charlotte County Motorsports Park in October.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Which you're familiar with a little bit, huh?
11: Oh yeah, we I've been over that track so many times. You yeah. know, I almost called that my home track. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm very familiar with that track, and uh, I think we have a. I think we have a car to
2: win the race, actually. All right. Oh, well, that'll be good to see. We'll uh, we'll have to take a look at the schedule, find out exactly when that's going to be, and we'll make sure everybody knows to come out and watch you in your what number car? Number
11: 33. The number 33. And
5: this is pretty cool, too. Uh, Cece, you know, they, Casey and his dad have been wanting to do this kind of thing with his spinal bifida for mm-hmm. a few so, a couple of years since Casey started racing when he was 12, and when he was 12, and... And uh, you know, getting around the state, and they wanted to do this. And, and Casey, it's really cool that now you're actually getting to do this deal with the spinal bifida thing.
11: Yeah, it's great. Um, I, I really have actually been waiting a long time to do this. Um, you know, it's it's always a good thing to help out people that uh, aren't as uh, thankful as you are. Um,
2: well, uh, you were you were very fortunate because obviously you well, were born with. Um, uh, a lesser degree um of the disease since you're you're ab- you're able to race and oh, yeah. and, a, and a lot a lot of the children end up in wheelchairs correct with this disorder
11: oh yeah uh you know i am very thankful and uh you know it. like i said earlier you know it's it, it doesn't happen to every person and not everybody's as thankful as i am so
2: well, we are so ple- we are pleased that you are doing well, and we thank you so much for joining us tonight on Inside Florida Racing. And good luck with that fundraising effort. And who knows, maybe um, maybe we can help you raise some money and uh, maybe do something when you come race at Charlie County Motorsports Park. I'll uh, I'll take a look at the calendar, see when you're going to be there, and uh, see what we can do to help you out.
11: All right, thank you. All right, Casey. All right,
3: Casey. I uh, appreciate you taking the time to talk to us here on Inside Florida Racing tonight. All right, thank you. All right, take it easy. There we go. Casey Cornell and the uh ASA cars. He ran the truck series yeah. um as a yeah. as a as a kid. Isn't that funny? Fourteen yeah. years old. As a kid he as ran a, kid. a truck series. That's crazy, isn't it? Now he's a kid that's been racing, got some real racing experience, you know. Uh it it it's amazing how young kids can actually pick up this thing of racing.
5: Do you know who Madonna Dowling is?
3: The first part, yes. The Dowling, no. Uh, No. yeah. You had me at Madonna. I only know of one Madonna.
5: Yeah, well, Madonna Dowling is actually the person who won uh, the two free tickets to go to East Bay Raceway Park on the 27th. By knowing who? By knowing that Tyler Ivey was, was going to win the race at Golden Isles because she was the first person to email us. With the winner, and it had to be done before the race started. That's what's cool. See, they, they had to pick the oh, winner. Oh, I got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she picked the winner, and uh, that's who it was, Madonna Dowling. So oh, she yeah. called she us. She
2: must a, be a big Tyler Ivey fan. Uh,
5: she's a fan I mean, of our show, anyway. Yeah, she's a, One she's, of the three. Yeah,
3: she's a cousin of uh, Kevin Mills, I believe. All right. All right. We're sliding in there. Uh, Next up, um, we've got to talk to Dave Brown with Brown Motorsports. um, Spectacular. To talk about the Brown Motorsports Spectacular. Uh, It's a big kids deal. Um, It is uh, this Saturday. Um, And it's at Arbondale Speedway.
2: It's a program that has, um, you know, all year long been, you know, benefiting the kids and a real big deal in eight race
3: eight race series. This will be race number seven coming up. So it's
2: it's something that uh, we've talked about before on our True. show, and uh, we want to get the word out. And I believe we have Dave on the line. Hey, Dave, welcome to Inside Florida Racing.
14: Hi, Ceci. Hey. hey, Jack. What's going on, gang? You. It's
2: nice to have you back.
14: You tell us
3: what's happening.
14: It's a pleasure to be back. Well I tell you? Uh, with, with your guys' support all year, this thing has really grown into what I've turned into Racertainment. I mean, we have really put on some awesome shows. They just keep getting better and better. And uh, going into event number seven of eight this Saturday night at Albordale Speedway, we've got event number seven. And what's exciting is we're kind of got our, our mini version. Of the chase now going on. uh with, with two races to go, we literally have the top four spots all in contention for the championship, and the top seven spots still all have a shot at second and third. Wow.
3: Mm. So, Sounds exciting.
14: Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's just, it, it is very exciting. The fans are getting great shows, and, and like you said before, uh, it is. It's all about the fans, and... And so we we at Brown Motorsports work so hard to, to help thank them as much as we can and um, I work at Aaron Sales and Lease through the day and I'm proud to say we were able to put together a deal where Aaron's is going to be making a special presentation to the kids' club Saturday night. And for those of you not familiar with the kids club at Auburn Dale Speedway, it's a it's an organization run by Donnie Guy and it's for kids ten to six that have their own cars that work on them, and then there's a professional racer that rides with them and teaches them how to race cars.
2: That's great. I mean, that's what that's what the young people need to help to help <clears throat> groom them for
5: this. And that program has been in existence for a long time. And, and as a matter of fact, I mean, some of the guys like Aaron Williamson, he started mm-hmm. racing in the kids yeah. club ten years ago or whatever it was, a long time ago. I know
14: that exactly and so it just, it has it's brought a lot of the racers up through there and and so uh... like i said so aaron's is going to be there with a surprise for the the kids club and uh, and with them coming we've able to get nascar mascot lucky dog uh going to be showing up for the kids so uh...
2: they're gonna love it
14: bring the kids the cameras and uh... we've got a lot of the vendors that we buy from that have donated products so there's going to be a huge night for giveaways.
2: And what time does this all get started on Saturday?
14: Uh, uh, the gates open, I believe, at 4 and racing starts at 7. And, uh, like I said, this is this week, uh, the main sponsor who's making this all happen is Ed and Carol and of EH Contracting out of Jacksonville, Florida. And, uh, like I said, without without folks like that, none of this happens. But, if I if I could real quick for a second, because of of what's going on, we've had so many of the companies that have stepped up, and I know how, you, how you're talking about these other racetracks. And we're just fortunate at Auburndale, where we've got companies that are going to be putting on this. We've got the uh, Dennis Abney and Wild Bill Memorial Figure Eight Race
4: mm-hmm.
14: uh, coming up out there Saturday night, thirty laps, thousand dollars to win, and that's sponsored by Northside Roofing. So we're real proud of those guys and helping us out with that memorial race and here recently race car engineering has really stepped up to the plate and uh... putting on some nice events in a couple weeks they got another event a seventy seven lap shootout for the sportsman class twelve hundred to win so there's just so much going on and and that's what i'm real proud to be a part of all this and uh... the the championship race for Brown Motorsports, I believe, will definitely go down to the last race, October the 11th. So that will be another huge night for everybody.
3: Can we talk about what you're going to do next year? I know this year's coming to an end. Uh, you're going to try to do this again next year.
14: Well, I, I'm glad you brought it up, Rob. Well, you think we planned this? <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> Curious minds want to know.
14: I, I would love to go on now and, and do our, our next year. And believe it or not, I've already been working on it to play. Because you have to start this year. I noticed most of the big corporate people, um, they, they're they spending their money in the next basically 60 days for next year. Mm-hmm. And so we're working hard right now to, to find uh, you know new people to get involved that want to put on either a race. So I'm looking for actually a, you know people that want to have series with their title on the top. Right. And uh, so... You bet you! Anybody that uh, I would love to be able and then put on events at different tracks. I'm open to uh, we get the right participants, the right sponsors that uh, Brown Motorsports will come put on events at other tracks. We're open to that too. So.
2: Would love to see it. Would love to see you get out there and travel, come down to Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Love to have you there.
5: I'll tell you another one, Dave. I'll tell you that what you were just talking about. Remember early in the year, one of the things, and last year even, we were talking about. At Auburndale, one of the things about that track that makes it special is there are so many kids there. It's just one of the, I mean, just a ton of kids that come to the track on a pretty regular basis. But there's another track that I've been to now twice just across the the border up there in the territory I'm sure you're familiar with at uh, Golden Isle Speedway near Brunswick. That place has had, I swear there must have been, at least 200 250 kids maybe more saturday night and it was that way the last time i was there and um there's all kinds of organized activities for them and it, it's really a, one of those kind of places it's really cool to see
14: oh that's excellent glad to hear that because the, the tracks that aren't doing something for the kids are, are really going to be missing out
3: Yep, i think you're right it, and, we uh, agree i think that you. uh Activities for the kids keep those kids involved because the kids, when they're too young, can't stay involved in the race the whole time. So there needs to be other things for them.
2: Right. And, I, and I think, right. and, I, and I think we we'll all agree that that uh, entry pricing, pricing for kids into the tracks um, and for families, needs probably to be adjusted at at a lot of tracks.
14: Oh, I, I agree with that because it's like I said, it just it's not. Uh it's not a good time, and, and the, the entertainment dollar is definitely being very scrutinized right now. And, yeah. and and to help those kids come out, you know, God bless everybody out there that is, has got on the bandwagon with uh, Brown Motorsports, which is to the tune of about about 30 different companies that have helped Lindsay's Little Racers be a huge success this year. Mm-hmm. So I know we got a lot of them listening, and I just want to thank them all personally for participating and helping that organization but there again, like you say, it's, it's 250, 300 kids every Saturday night.
3: Hey, Dave, if somebody wants to get a, a Dave Brown Motorsports uh, sticker like the one I got on my car, how can they get one?
14: All they got to do is uh, they can call me or email me. But uh, the quickest way to get a hold of me is 863-651-3273. And that, That's my cell number.
5: And that website is?
14: Is... Brown net.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. And, uh, you know, good luck with the race on Saturday. I'm sure it's going to be a great night for you up there at Auburndale. Uh,
14: well, as always, you guys, we just love and appreciate you. And I will keep you informed. And uh, I'll, I'll let you know when we're ready for the final race and what's going on.
3: Hey, Dave, tell a few people about the show this weekend, all right?
14: Okay, the show this weekend is going to be...
2: No, 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 no,
14: no. We, we, know
3: what the show we want is you
2: to tell people about yeah. our show. Yeah,
3: I want you to tell people about Read the, the, word r- of the inside show. Florida racing show. They're
5: soliciting you,
3: Dave.
14: Oh, see, I'm sorry, gang, because with, with True Gang, Inside Florida Racing, without a doubt, is the number one place for all race information.
3: All right, that's what I want. I want to hear people tell me that's all they heard out of you this weekend. <laughs> okay.
2: Spread the word to the track Saturday night. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Inside Racing.
3: Florida
8: Racing. Be there. <laughs> Thank you,
2: Dave. Bye, Dave. All right.
8: Bye-bye.
2: All right. Okay, another we did it. show. Where have
8: we been tonight, guys? Everywhere. Where, oh, we go
3: my tonight? goodness.
2: Where'd we have we go? been all around. We have David been up- Rogers,
3: man. We we started David out Rogers, with uh, Rick our Bristol. Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Month for August, uh, David Rogers, and then we went to.
2: We went up to Gold. We talked about Golden Isles with Rob Kohler and Tyler Ivy.
3: The the truck the celebrity truckers, uh, celebrity truckers. Is that what it is? No. Truckers two hundred. Charity. charity.
2: Charity truckers two hundred. Yeah.
3: Charity. charity truckers two hundred. I'm sorry, Rick. Rick Bristol, it's getting late. Tyler Ivy, the big winner up there, at Golden Isles, like mm-hmm. you said.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, we spoke to Amanda Ferguson.
3: Butch Pierce. The new, uh, the new guy, the new guy, the new racing director at uh, New Smart Speedway, Casey Caldwell. I mean,
2: Casey was with us, and Andy uh, Lasar was with us, and you know, a great show, action packed.
3: Next week, folks, uh,
2: we're we'll gonna get Andy, Andy back. back
3: on. Let's talk yeah. more
2: about that good promotion idea that he has.
3: Uh, yeah, it's just interesting to hear, you know, guys that are racing in like a class, like a go kart. Mm-hmm. He wants to race in a truck.
2: Gotta have to find a way to pay for it.
3: That's right. He's got an idea. Thinking
2: outside that box.
3: I like it. Uh, David Wright, we're going to miss you. I'm going to get comfortably now. Yeah, there's only two more guys left in that deal, I think. Roger Waters. Maybe only one. David Gilmore. David Gilmore, Roger
2: Waters. Um, Support your local racetrack, everyone. Go to the races this weekend. That's right. Spread the word and uh, encourage new people to go to the racetrack with you.
3: And yeah, don't worry about the economy. Uh, it'll take care of itself. Uh, Eventually. And don't run over your flagman.
2: Exactly. Don't run over your flagman. You know we the good love thing? you, wild child.
3: You know the good thing about racing? Stock car racing? Yeah. Because you're already going around in circles as we go down the tube. <laughs> good night, everyone. We'll talk to you take next easy. Monday.